It's Thursday, February 8th, 2024. The Tucker Carlson interview drops in six hours. We'll be covering it live. We have a massive broadcast lined up right now, so please stay with us. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. We knew it was coming. I predicted it days ago. The Democrats are now calling for Tucker Carlson to be charged with the Espionage Act or treason. Listen to what some of these scumbags are saying. Tucker Carlson is interviewing Vladimir Putin today, and many people believe it's going to go horribly wrong for Tucker. My first question was, is it even legal for a U.S. reporter to go over to a country that we're basically at war with and interview the president of that country? The answer is yes, But I forecast some big problems ahead for Tucker Carlson. The Espionage Act is a U.S. law that basically prohibits us from spying or leaking classified documents to foreign countries. But the words of the law are super broad and could be construed to prohibit any sharing of information with another country with intent to harm the U.S. Is it possible that Tucker shared his questions with Putin's people before the interview? Is it possible that Putin's people provided Tucker with evidence supporting their war with Ukraine. This is definitely information covered by the Espionage Act. The interview is going to be way bigger than the Super Bowl. They're estimating 500 million, a billion people are going to watch it. This is as big as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. And you can argue that the moon landing has never really happened, but they're saying this will be as big as the first moon landing. Potentially billions are going to watch it because billions of people don't want to be in a nuclear war and they want to hear what Vladimir Putin has to say. Of course, I'm talking about the big Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin over two hours long. He told me drops at 5 p.m. Central today, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be covering it live on air during Owen Schroyer's War Room and, of course, on my own broadcast as well. Follow us at Real Alex Jones on X and at Infowars.com forward slash show. But here's an update on how crazy they've gone. First three days ago, members of the European Union government, the unelected uh, board uh, that, that, that controls the ceremonial parliament, as well as members of the parliament came out and said, we want him banned from Europe. We want sanctions on Tucker Carlson. Then they started talking about, oh, criminal charges. Maybe we can charge him with something. Now the Democrats have come out, and it's all over the news saying, let's charge him with the Espionage Act. Is he guilty? Well, yes, which, of course, he's not, ladies and gentlemen. This is how panicked and insane they are. Hillary Clinton says that he's a useful idiot. Hillary Clinton says, yeah, we should look at not letting him back into the United States. They're trying to murder journalism, and they're trying to kill your right to hear and see other ideas. They lied to us about the Ukraine war. The Ukrainians have lost. NATO started the war nine years ago. Russia warned if they didn't back down, they would invade. And they did, ladies and gentlemen. And now NATO says nuclear war is imminent. It's preparing to have a draft in places like Germany and the UK. The last desperate holdout or fortress of tyranny is war. And all their different globalist operations and their COVID lockdowns has failed to get people to submit to the rollout of this new globalist system with the cashless society, the central bank digital currencies, the ESGs. And so they're openly saying in NATO that decades of ongoing war with Russia, saying in the last decades, will help bring in their new world order. Whether you agree with Putin, whether you agree with Xi Jinping, whether you agree with the puppet Biden, Anybody should have a right to be able to interview them if they do the interview. And we have a right as adults to hear what 
they're actually saying. This is the same left that sends convicted pedophiles in to elementary schools to have children sew their laps with drag queen pedophile time. So the children can have that done to them, but we as adults can't hear from Vladimir Putin. So I'm going to be covering this all today on my regular show, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., then Owen at 3 p.m. Central today. We'll be live when the interview drops. We'll be airing it. Tucker wants everybody to share it. He wants to get out because they're going to try to block it. You can find the full interview at Tucker Carlson's website that we'll put on screen. You can also find it on his X account. But again, we'll also be linking to it and streaming it. And after it's over, we'll have commentary as well. And then on the Friday show tomorrow, we'll be opening the phones up to discuss it. This is history making, and it could stop World War III. Please share this important report. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. We'll be back. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against a globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser. Keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage, so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. through the lies and disinformation. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. Well, I am excited for so many reasons. Woo! It is Thursday, February 8th, 2024. I am your embattled and battle-hardened host, Alex Jones coming to you from Deep in the Heart of Texas, broadcasting worldwide. I am literally in the center, geographically, of Texas, broadcasting worldwide. Okay. Wow. This Tucker thing is really fantastic. The globalists have gone into conniption fits. It is going to get a billion views. It'll get 500 million on X. And it draws the enemy out in the open, the globalists that have hijacked our country in Europe and many other nations in the, in the New World Order system, and just shows what tyrants they are and how they want to suppress our free speech. And by them making a big deal about this, instead of it getting 100 million views, it's going to get a billion views. This is the top story in the world. A billion people, I estimate conservatively, in the next couple days will watch this interview. In fact, I know they got big servers at X, but I, I think some of the feeds may go down. I certainly think at TuckerCarlson.com, where they're also hosting it, they're going to get hit with about 50 million people are going to try to hit it at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. So I'm not trying to put the uh, gremlin on it. I'm just saying it doesn't matter how big your servers are. 
there's been cases where Google, you know, had 50 million people at one time hit. And they, they can't do it. Uh, we're going to see what happens, but, but regardless, there'll be a download of it as well. We will grab it immediately. We will host it. We will promote it. This is the live Thursday broadcast world braces, the world braces for Tucker Carlson's historic interview with Vladimir Putin. Click and share the Alex Jones show now and let's defeat the new world order together because this is about free speech. All right. The new talking point is the Espionage Act and that's federal law that if you give an enemy in time of war data about the military or secret information, it's life in prison. It's treason. Uh, no one has ever said a journalist going and interviewing somebody. They, they, this has always happened. Hitler was being interviewed even in the last year of World War II by Western journalists. It was mainly by written correspondents, but some actually went there. During the depths of the Cold War, Stalin, Khrushchev, you know, were constantly talking to Western media. The idea, and the Russian was, news was interviewing our presidents, the idea that we're not adults and we can't listen to Vladimir Putin is preposterous. But it goes to everything, the control of information, the surveillance of information, the censorship of information, the CIA, the Justice Department, manipulating elections. That's more important than even the ballot box because it manipulates the mind. They've had a congressional hearings with experts documenting this. So this is amazing. And it's really drawn the establishment out in the open, but they are running around saying, yeah, Sanction him in the EU. That started three days ago when Tucker said, yeah, I've got the interview. And then it went on from there with, oh, um, let's not let him come back to the United States. And then now it's, let's have the Espionage Act. And at the same time, at the Supreme Court, they've released audio of the oral arguments going on in the presidential immunity case. And I'm no lawyer, but I've talked to a lot and I've studied history. You have to have presidential immunity on basic presidential actions or the other branches will take over the presidency. That's why Congress has immunity from the presidency and the courts have immunity from the executive and the legislative as well. It doesn't mean you can commit crimes. It doesn't mean you can, but it means the other branch of government can't attack you. So in oral arguments, and I've got this coming up, we've got audio of it. You have the Democrat judges saying, well, you're a terrible person. I mean, to the lawyers, I mean, are you saying his insurrection was okay? You're saying he was allowed to have insurrection on January 6th? Trump has not been charged with insurrection. Trump has not been convicted of insurrection. Uh, no one is seriously saying that he commanded people to attack the Capitol. He said, go there and be peaceful. We had a stage set up where I was supposed to speak with the president. We had so many other rallies. I had no idea we were being set up. We walked into a trap. And we all now all know that. But there they are. Saying, are you saying the president's above the law? His lawyer said, we're not saying he did insurrection. He's never been convicted of that. But you have to go read the transcript or listen to the audio to even hear that because on the news they're running the headlines, Trump says he's above the law. It's the voters that decide if he's above the law. Because if they can not have his basic immunity, then the other branches can take it from us. And it's the same thing with Congress. Congress then gets pressured by its voters, and then they can impeach him. But Trump survived two impeachments. He was indicted by the House twice, but that's just a vote to begin impeachment. He was not impeached. The Senate then holds a trial 
to decide if you are going to be removed. So, again, another lie. Trump was never impeached. They passed the move for the impeachment investigations. And then once all it got dropped like a hot potato, when myself and Roger Stone working with some of the Trump team, we had to literally throw fits to do this, sent them the clips. And I'm not bragging. It just shows how he's surrounded by a bunch of morons. Most of them, sorry, a bunch of Politico idiot lawyers. And they got uh, Schoen was the only good lawyer he had, an amazing lawyer. And and we got a hold of Schoen, Roger Stone did. And I worked with Roger and others to get the clips together. And they basically used our clips with some other clips. It was like a 10-minute clip, you remember it, of the Democrats saying, confront them at gas stations, grocery stores, get in their faces, burn down the buildings, attack the police. The vice president, uh, she later became vice president via theft, Kamala Harris, saying that she's bailing people out that burned down or tried to burn down or partially burned down federal courthouses. So that's where we are. And they know exactly what they're doing. But you never see a real defense of Trump like that. All his other lawyers wanted to sit there and debate little points of law all day. But the whole world's a stage. Each of us players upon it, as Shakespeare said, William Shakespeare. No, you just go play a 10-minute clip on TV of them saying things 50 times more intense than Trump ever said. And you play then clips of Trump saying, let's be peaceful, go to the Capitol. They always say it was 1.30 hours into the insurrection, two hours before he did anything. They started attacking the Capitol, the provocateurs, when he went on the stage. Then he spoke for an hour and a half. Then he tried to go to the Capitol. Secret Service refused. They, it was a lie that he grabbed the wheel. That they testified it didn't happen. But he goes back to the White House. He takes 30 minutes to find to, to figure out what's going on to go make a statement. But before that, like it, what, what, you can look it up on Twitter or now X at like 1.30-something. I remember from memory. Look it up. Trump said, the law enforcement's not the enemy. Don't go in the Capitol. You're in the Capitol. Get out of the Capitol. So let's explain this. 30 minutes after he leaves the ellipse where he's giving a speech, he is tweeting, don't go in the Capitol. And an hour after he's left the ellipse, he shoots a video saying, don't go in. So, again, but they tell you, oh, they started attacking at 10 a.m. And he didn't do anything till 1.30. He didn't get off the stage for hours. And then he goes and gets in his motorcade and drives to the White House. Yeah, there it is. I said 1.30-something. See how good my memory is? I'm not bragging. Look at that. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. And then right after that, they kill Ashley Babbitt. I mean, I was there. It's the fog of war. You don't even know what's going on. I'm telling hundreds of thousands of people don't go in after they've opened the doors. And you see tens of thousands on video turn around and walk away. And I said, Trump's coming over here to speak. Go to the other side of the Capitol. Go to where we have a stage. I get there. There's a stage, but not even a microphone set up. The Secret Service came and got me out of the front row of the event. 
and told me to lead the march when already the million-plus people that were outside of the ellipse that couldn't get through the security, it was too small, were already going to the Capitol. So I get in a crowd with hundreds of thousands already in front of me, and I'm supposed to lead that. You think the Secret Service was so stupid with all the preparation? I'm not blaming all of them because we got some good ones that given us good intel. But do you think they didn't know? I was being set up. But I wasn't thinking about that at the time. You're in the middle of Secret Service and the president, he's talking like 25 feet from you right there, and they're telling you before, hey, they're going to come and you know open the gate right in front of him speaking, I mean, right to the side. Like, here's the president right here, 30 feet away, 25 feet away. They they open the, they, they move the barrier, and they wave me through, and the police lead me back in this field behind it with all the police and Secret Service to say, okay, there's the march, and there's Pennsylvania Avenue. Go lead them. And I look at them, and I go, how am I supposed to lead that? I see masses of people 200 yards away. Says, We're all fenced in. We're behind the crowd that's watching Trump. He's up there speaking. <clears throat> and they say, hey, just your security's meeting you down there. And I see my security 200 yards away. I go, they're all waiting for me, bullhorn, all the stuff. I go over there. There's a p- little police station there, little police substation. I say, may I pee? And the police, because I was sitting there for hours listening to Trump, they go, of course, sir. They weren't in on it. They were nice. So I go in there, and they open up the little cop station. I go and pee in my wife, you know, pees or whatever. And, and then we all get with the crew. We go, what do we do? How are we supposed to lead this? And then I wade into a huge crowd marching to the Capitol, and I get there, and literally there's people climbing parapets, and there's tear gas going off. And I I start walking up, and I've never been hit with tear gas. A plume hits me right in the face. I start coughing. And immediately my security goes, you got to get up on one of those risers. you got to stop them right now. This is a setup. And so I did it. And the reason I tell that story is, ladies and gentlemen, is that Trump is in front of the Supreme Court today with oral arguments, and they just say out of hand, I've got the transcript right here, well, are you saying it's okay he led an insurrection? Those are Supreme Court justices. They know he's not been charged. They know he's not been convicted. But they're saying, is an insurrection attacking the Capitol okay that Trump did? That's how they frame everything, ladies and gentlemen. They know exactly what they are doing. So he puts out the first tweet at one thirty-eight. later at 2.13. I'm asking everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law enforcement of our great men and women in blue. Thank you. And then he puts out another tweet saying, if you're in the Capitol, now he learns about it, get out. He puts a video out. And I'm not going back to this today. I'm just explaining how they misrepresent. Oh, Tucker Carlson is guilty of espionage. And then they have these lawyers on TV and lawyers. It's a script on on X. I've seen at least six clips of this. It's all the exact same words. You'd think it'd be legal for a reporter to talk to somebody, and it is. But not if they give them intel about America. Not if not if Putin sent questions he wanted to ask, and not if Tucker sent questions. What? Anybody in a big interview says, what type of questions are you thinking? What type of questions are you thinking? So they're like, oh, well, it is espionage if they talked about the questions. What? No, espionage is saying, I work on a nuclear submarine, and I'm angry at my government, and I'm going to tell you the secret 
you know, engine controls and, and our secret real speed at wartime. Or I'm going to tell you in our test the accuracy of our missiles and what our real that that's life in prison, baby, and it should be. Well, did did, did Trump give the the, the 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 Russians anything? No. Did uh, Tucker ever give them any secrets? No. It's an interview. You'll see what's done. But the idea is having a different view, being against the war. Wanting peace. They're saying that that's terrorism, ladies and gentlemen. That that's espionage. That that's criminal activity. Just like they say, you question a stolen election, you're an evil person. You're a, you're an extremist. Or, oh, you, you don't like lockdowns, you're a bad person. If the Russians were doing anything to America, I would be all over their ass like white on rice. Like flies on you know what. And the Chicoms are married to the New World Order. They were set up to take over the world. Now, they broke with them about nine years ago. So I don't like the Chicom communists. They're as bad as the globalists. But they're not as powerful, but almost as powerful. But they're in our business. I mean, they are funding Hollywood, own four of the big six production houses, in sync with the, you know, anti-white, break up the border, destroy the country crap. And so I'm... Absolutely pissed at the Chai Coms, and I'm against them, and I want the Communist Party of China to be removed. And I want to see China free and open. Russia's pro-Christian. Russia's pro-family. Russia has put the Orthodox Church right at the top of society. They pay people to have children. And that's why the left hates Russia. That's why Rob Reiner hates Russia, is because for 87 years, the left out of America... And the Trotskyites were in control of that country and they could use it to invade and attack whoever they wanted. You know that British intelligence ran it and you know that Russian immigrants, mainly Jewish, it's just true, it's mainline history, hundreds of thousands of them to the United States in the 18 and 1900s that spoke Russian were given British intelligence money and hundreds of millions of gold at the time, that's billions, and were sent in when Russia was in trouble at the end of World War One on our side and double-crossed by British intelligence and overthrown and then turned into an engine. Like America's been overthrown by the globalists and is now an engine trying to dominate the world for the New World Order and export pedophilia and all the rest of the crap. So that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what's going on, and that's what's happening. So that's what this comes down to, ladies and gentlemen, and and it's mainline history about the 1917 October Revolution in Moscow, okay? And it's a fact that that went on. So when you hear Putin, he says, I will defeat the Anglo-Americans with the Russians. And people say, well, he's blaming white people? No, 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 no. The globalist in their old name of who ran the European Empire is they call themselves the Anglo-Americans. That's why the biggest oil company in the world after Standard Oil was Anglo-American oil until so they changed the name to British Petroleum 
And the Anglos were a tribe out of Europe that merged with the Vikings and then William the Conqueror almost a thousand years ago that took over France and England. So that's all this is. And, and like the Russians speak in the original language directly to the globalists. They say, Anglo-Americans are destroying you in America. They're enslaving you in Europe. They're your enemy. And they have been our enemy for literally 800 years. And they have never beaten us yet. And we are going to beat you. You are our enemy of old. We are going to beat you. And Putin goes on. He goes, we were a thousand years ago. Russia was born in Ukraine. It's a longer name, but it translates to Slav the Wise. That's why they're called Slavs. And they defeated the, the Huns and the Mongols and then the Muslims. Then they lost. That was 900 years ago, roughly. And the Muslims took over Ukraine that was Russia. And only the Ukrainians that are the Russians, it's, that's the, where the Russians come from is Ukraine. Only Russians that didn't get enslaved for like 90 years, look it up, like 95 years, were the Moscow tribe. That's where they'd moved and gone, the Slavs. So they came down and had a huge, massive, I've read the history many times, like five, six, a long war. Hundreds of thousands dead conservatively. And they drive the Muslims out. And now they say, your new capital is Moscow. So to the Russians, having Ukraine taken over is like their mother being kidnapped. And, and you have to, and that's what Putin says. And when I already knew that from history, but when I saw him saying it years ago, I went and checked my history. Well, let me make sure Putin's telling the truth. It's in the frickin' mainline history books, people. So the Russians watch their mother being driven off, blindfolded and gagged and hogtied in the back of a truck, and they get pissed, man. And the globalists at NATO knew exactly where to go. Ukraine was never not in Russia. Until V.I. Lenin took over in 1917, and two years later, he handed Ukraine over as a treat and as payment to the West and to the Rothschilds for taking over Russia. And, the, and, and Putin gives speeches about that. And the thing is, I don't just sit there and believe Vladimir Putin. I, I like the truth. And I'm giving you a gestalt because this is all complex history. Just give me the basic strokes. I'm just giving you general generalities. Go look at it. It's even more fascinating. And so you're going to hear that in the two-plus-hour interview. Unedited, taped to air means it's like it was live. <coughs> Over two hours, Tucker told me. And by the way, that's news. Nobody knows how long it is. Tucker told me over two hours. He didn't say I couldn't talk about it, so I'm telling you. He said it's over two hours. Incredible. And 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 you're going to hear all about the bioweapon labs in Ukraine. And you're going to hear all about all of this. You're going to hear about every bit of it. But it'd be like if your family was from southern Ireland, and then you had family in northern Ireland, and you watched the British come take it over. And historically, it looks like main Irish culture kind of developed and first became dominant in the north of Ireland thousands of years ago. And imagine when they saw the British take Northern Ireland, they got pissed. They said, well, that's our country. It's the same thing. Ukraine is as Russian as you can get. Yeah, there have been a bunch of wars the last thousand years. It wasn't just Muslims pushing in. 
The Germanics have pushed the Russians out in the last 500 years. There's been a bunch of wars and pushed the Russians out of about a third of the west of Ukraine. And then Hitler exacerbated that in World War II and, and said, the Slavs are animals, they're all scum, you're not Slavs, you're German. You're Aryans. And, and yeah, they are on average more blonde than the historic Russians because they got overrun by the Huns and by the Muslims. They were blonde-haired, blue-eyed. They got run over and enslaved. And so then they sit there with the Germans saying, you're subhuman. And they're like, we're not subhuman, dude. We're from here. So that's that's the real history of it, okay? And it, it, it's the same war that's been being fought for a 1,000 years. I've got a lot of news to cover. Stay with us. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But, uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I've, I've cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top-notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top-notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic complex this stuff is rocket fuel it's not a stimulant it energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it it's so insane it's foundational energy the strongest formula out there at infowarsstore.com it doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants it energizes you get foundational energy now 
Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Every new war is really a continuation of the last war. That's an Alex Jones quote, and it's damn true. So understanding history is critical. I just gave you a quick snapshot. It's way more interesting than what I just told you, and it was pretty damn interesting what I just said. It's wild. And once you know the history, those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Then you understand that Putin's telling the truth. Not saying he's perfect, not saying he's an angel cake. I'm just saying, I, I, I watch what Putin says, I go research it. It's night and day compared to our leaders. Now, does he let the CIA come in there and take their country over? No. And, and everybody sees this, ladies and gentlemen, and, and people are sick of being lied to. And they know Putin's not the one dissolving our borders and doing drag queen pedophile time. They know they're not the ones giving us poison shots and devaluing our dollar. The globalists hate our guts. I mean, there's a new clip of Trudeau saying, we're not you make Canada great again. Canada's never been great. Biden's saying, I remember meeting with Francois Mitterrand a few weeks ago, and the guy's been dead since the 90s. I remember meeting with Helmut Kohl, and he's very upset about and and he's been dead for a long time. I think I was a German chancellor like 30 years ago. Total cuckoo land. They're calling it the, uh, after the six cents movie, they're calling it the 46 cents. I see dead world leaders. I see them everywhere. I mean, you can laugh at this, but this is dangerous as hell, folks. Because the Biden a year ago said we can't send F-16s and missiles. That's World War III. But now he says, oh, yeah, we're just going to have World War III. Everything's wonderful. Everything's good. Let's just have a big giant war. By the way, Trump speaking live at Mar-a-Lago about the Supreme Court and presidential immunity. Here it is. Nice to see you all. Nice place. Uh, I just finished watching the Supreme Court. It was a beautiful thing to watch in many respects. It's unfortunate that we have to go through a thing like that. I consider it to be more election interference by the Democrats as to what they're doing. Uh, the good news is we're leading virtually every poll. We're leading 
the I don't even know if we have anymore. I'm not sure that we even have a Republican candidate, somebody running, but not making any impact. So as you know, we won Iowa, we won New Hampshire in records, and each one a record. Uh, we think we're going to do very well. I'm heading out right now to Nevada for the caucus and uh, the caucuses, and uh, I think we're going to do very well there. All polls indicate we're in the 90s, maybe more than the 90s. Uh, we certainly did well in a primary that didn't matter, where they voted very nicely. And we have tremendous support from the people of our country. Uh, they hate what's happening at the border. They hate what's happening. Just generally, we're not a respected country anymore. We're laughed at all over the world. They're laughing at us. And they hate what's happening. They hate seeing it. They love our country. They want it to come back. And we're going to do that. If you think about it, had the results of the election been different, that would be nice. You wouldn't have the Ukrainian situation with Russia. You wouldn't have had, you would not have had an attack on Israel, which was so horrible. You uh, would not have had inflation. You wouldn't have China talking about Taiwan. You wouldn't have any of the problems that we have today. And you certainly had a, a broke Iran, and now you have a very rich Iran. Iran was broke when I left. They had no money to give to Hamas. They had no money to give to Hezbollah. And now they have, worked, now they have 200 billion. Plus, as you probably know, people don't like to admit it, they certainly control Iraq. And Iraq has another 300 billion. So they have a very, a very rich group of, comp of countries. And uh, as you know, Iraq should have never happened. That was a balance against Iran. And we blew out the balance. And now Iran has essentially Iraq. And Iraq doesn't like saying that, but that's the way it is. And uh, it's a shame. The world is in tremendous danger. We're in danger of possibly a World War III. And we have a man who's absolutely the worst president in the history of our country can't put two sentences together. He's not going to be able to negotiate with Putin or Xi or Kim Jong-un, North Korea. Not going to be able to negotiate with anybody. All he knows how to do is drop bombs all over the place, meaningless bombs, except they kill a lot of people. It costs a lot of money. Every time you see a bomb, it's another million dollars. And it actually sets us back. We have peace through strength. This should not be happening. The Middle East is blowing up. It's blowing up, and a lot of people are being killed, and it's so unnecessary. So I just say that uh, in watching the Supreme Court today, I thought it was very, it's a very beautiful process. I hope that democracy in this country will continue, uh, because right now we have a very, very tough situation with all of the radical left ideas, with the weaponization of uh, politics. They weaponize it like it's never been weaponized before. It's totally illegal, but they do it anyway. And it has to stop. Every one of the court cases that I'm involved, every single one, civil, whether it's the attorney generals or the district attorneys, you look at Fani in Georgia. They had many meetings with the White House and with the DOJ. They went there, eight-hour meetings. That was all staged. That was a phony hoax, and now you look at it, and it is a phony hoax, and hopefully that case will be dismissed in short order. It's a, it's a disgrace to this country. But they work together with the Justice Department and the White House, and not supposed to do that. Every one of these cases you see comes out of the White House. It comes out of Biden. It's election interference, and it's really very sad. Uh, I thought the presentation today was 
a very good one. I think it was well received. I hope it was well received. You have millions of people that are out there wanting to vote, and they happen to want to vote for me or the Republican Party, or whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. But I'm the one running, and we are leading in every poll. We're leading in the uh, local polls, in the state polls, and we're leading in the swing state polls, and we're leading very big in the national polls. So it's been a very great honor. We love the country. I think the reason we have such big leads, frankly, is that they loved four years of us compared to the three years plus the three years that they've gone with Biden. We have open borders. You have crime. Nobody's ever seen crime like this. What's happening? And now the crime is being committed, much of it by the migrants that have come in illegally to our country. Uh, I was wondering about that. I said, you know, a lot of these people come out of jails. They come out of mental institutions. They come out of places that you don't want to know about. We don't even know where they come from. We don't know who they are, where they are. They're being dumped in from mental institutions, from prisons and jails. And many terrorists are coming into our country. We're going to be paying a big price. They have to stop it. They have to close the border. By the way, the president can do it just by saying, I want the border closed. I closed the border. We have the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the most unsafe border in the history of the world. There's never been a a country with a border like this, not even a third world country. So uh, we are, again, we're going out to Nevada right now. We'll be out there. Some of you are going to be out there with us. Otherwise, your colleagues will be. And hopefully we're going to have a big night caucus tonight. We're going to have a very big night. We expect to have a very big night. Uh, the Virgin Islands, as you know, are also very much in play today. So we'll be hearing about them sometime during the day or later on in the evening. And it's an honor to have you at Mar-a-Lago. I hope you like it. Uh, it's worth a little more than $18 million. There's another case. He says it's worth $18 million. I said, uh, which, uh, which cabin are we talking about? <laughs> but that's the, kind of, that's the kind of justice we have when they say that to try and build up a case. That was a shame. But that gave up so much. When they said that, that gave up so much that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. They had it appraised for, as you know, 50 to 100 times that amount. But we have a judge that that's what he said. And he's supposed to be ruling on me. But who knows, maybe he'll be fair. I doubt it, but maybe he'll be fair. So I want to thank everybody. And by the way, we proved that case 100% five times over. That case is 100% proven five times over. We've never seen anything like it. He just wouldn't dismiss it, no matter what. Shouldn't it be there? It should have been in the commercial division. Anyway, uh, it's an honor to have you. I look forward to having you again, and I'll probably see you out in Nevada. Thank you very much. The U.S. Supreme Court is said to be broadly skeptical in early reporting about the effort to try and kick you off the ballot. Having said that, though, speak to the argument, legal and otherwise, that your detractors have made leading up to the day. And it's an argument that was given voice by Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, not one. All right, I got it. I got the gist. No question. Yeah, I got the gist. President Trump is practically yes. and morally responsible for provoking okay. the events of the day. He doesn't say that anymore. So let me just tell you that I heard and I watched. And the one thing I'll say is they kept saying about what I said right after the inspiration. All right, folks, that's that's enough of the Trump press conference. If he says anything else, we'll uh, we take support and we'll get it there. You can go watch it on C-SPAN if you want. All right, look. <laughs> you know, I, I should probably tell you what we have set up on the show today. Obviously, 
At 3 p.m., Owen Troyer starts the war room. I'm going to be co-hosting with him um, for part of the show. I'll definitely be in studio by 4 p.m. in the lead-up to 5 p.m. Central when the Tucker interview drops. And we're going to be posting it, streaming it out as well. And when it's over, we will give our commentary and analysis. And obviously, we'll open the phones up tomorrow. We'll do a Spaces tomorrow on the Friday show. I'll obviously come in and do a whole Saturday show on this. It's so historic. There's so many angles to it. But in big news, this is what we got coming up. Ezra Levant of Rebel Media has so much to say about some big victories against tyranny in Canada with the farmers and the truck drivers, but the government backing off the euthanizing mentally ill people, which are wards of the states. That's the state actually killing you, not just euthanasia. You're, you're not choosing it. We knew that's where it was going. So much with, with Ezra Levant. Also get his take on Tucker. Just all the incredible things happening. He's a first-rate brain. And then Anthony Rubin is on track to be the next uh, Veritas. And, and, of course, nobody's in competition. Nobody's in competition with James O'Keefe. But he just keeps slaying it. He got an incredible videos inside the illegal alien camps in New York. Drew Hernandez for InfoWars got camps six miles inside the United States, run by the UN, funded by them with the illegal aliens. That was beyond bombshell. And then Project Veritas, as well yesterday, dropped an infiltration of a giant illegal alien center and all the abuse and rape and stabbings and criminal activity happening there. So this is beautiful, and that's what I keep saying. We need to focus on the illegal alien centers. we got major sources inside the Walmarts in Texas where they're holding small children by the hundreds per Walmart, some over a 1,000, and that's what everybody know, and we're letting the enemy know because that's our next target, and we've got sources, and we know people that work in there and don't like what's happening, so even if they move them, when we go, we'll know right where they're at. So I'm letting the enemy know. We know. And it's really shaken them up with the incredible criminal activity they're involved in and all the abuse going on. And they brag in Texas, in California, in New York, in New Jersey, in Illinois. Oh, we get masses of money off these people. We don't care about them. We basically let them starve. Yeah, we just basically sign them up and get their welfare. I told you that. Same thing's done in Europe. So they farm these people. They don't want them to just vote. They don't want them, they want them as a permanent underclass for factory labor, sex slavery. And then whenever they make a big slice goes to the NGOs, to the NGOs that are just the modern UN name, non-governmental organization of the social justice warrior community organizer crap. The domestic security force, just as big and just as strong as our military. That's, that's the bureaucratic army. Oh, we're going to defund the police and give at least half the money to social workers. Now, social workers are, some are good, some are bad, but they're come a tool of the globalists. But this is NGOs, not even governmental social workers. No oversight, getting massive amounts of taxpayer and funding and, and grants and all the rest of it. And, and it's a business that's designed to expand and make the whole country Dependent on them, it's Cloward and Piven taken to the max, a plan to collapse Western countries, which Klaus Schwab says, an angrier, 
collapsed post-industrial world, the Great Reset to destroy society, to build back better. This is tyranny, making you domesticated, making you totally dependent. That's their admitted battle plan. And the Great Society and what they did with black people in the 60s is a microcosm. LBJ wrote a bunch of letters saying, these N-words are uppity. Why, they're just as wealthy as the white middle class. They're getting totally independent. That which doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. As Nietzsche said, not defending segregation or Jim Crow, but black communities had their own doctors, their own lawyers, their own colleges, their own hotels, their own laundry mats, their own restaurants, their own country clubs, everything. And black illegitimacy was at the same level or lower than white in the 50s and 40s. Now it's like 80%. And they had CIA weaponized gangster rap put in there, and now they've destroyed the black community. I mean, they're destroying everybody. They really destroyed them, wrecked them. A lot of black folks have survived it, but you got to admire them. I mean, we talk of mind control. Take the men out of the house, make gangster thugs their dads, their images, so they'll then be inducted into gangs. Show them that it's cool to work with gangsters on the TV, on MTV, on the radio, then have real gangs there, funded by the CIA, to be their father figure in a pipeline right to prison. And now generations and generations have been trained in prison, so you got to lock the white thugs, the Hispanic thugs, the black thugs up because they run around murdering and killing. But now, oh no, George Soros won't even charge those groups to let them know they've even got more power to further destabilize things. This is an exact plan, an admitted plan, a cold-blooded plan. Here's a short clip out of the Supreme Court that Trump was just talking about. They went to lunch, so he came out and covered it. There's a bunch of these clips. Uh, but uh, here's Trump. And, and, and here's one of the Democrat justices, Jackson, trying to misrepresent what presidential immunity is. Here it is. All right. Final question. Um, the Colorado Supreme Court concluded that the violent attempts of the petitioner supporters uh, in this case to halt the count uh, on January 6th qualified as an insurrection uh, as defined by Section Three, and I read your opening brief to accept uh, that those events counted as an insurrection, um, but then your reply seemed to suggest that they were not. So wh- what is your position oh, as to that? We, we never accepted or conceded in our opening brief that this was an insurrection. What we said in our opening brief was President Trump did not engage in any act that can plausibly be characterized as an insurrection. All right, so this, why would not this not engage. be an insurrection? What is your argument that it's not? Your reply brief says that it wasn't because I think you say um, it did not involve an organized attempt to overthrow right. the government. So That's one of many reasons. But for an insurrection, there needs to be an organized, concerted effort to overthrow the government of the United States through violence. And this and so riot the point is that a chaotic effort to overthrow the government is not an insurrection? No, we didn't concede that it's an effort to overthrow the government either, Justice Jackson. Right? None of these criteria were met. This was a riot. It was not an insurrection. The events were shameful, criminal, violent, all of those things, but it did not qualify as insurrection as that term is used in Section 3. Thank you. Because, thanks. Thank you, Counsel. Thank you. You could take that clip and teach a two-year college course on it. Supreme Court Justice Jackson 
knows Trump wasn't convicted, knows no one was or even charged, knows no one else was charged with that insurrection. And then she's saying, is the president above the law? Is he allowed to have an insurrection? He goes, there was no insurrection. You call it that on the news. You say that over and over again, but it didn't happen. So you're saying, is he above the law for his insurrection? The whole preface is a lie. And the same thing's been going on, like with the Gene Carroll kangaroo cases in New York. The jury finds he never raped her, as she said, but we think he grabbed her by the vagina. Well, that's a criminal issue. So because he said, I'm innocent, he owes $5 million. Since when do you not say you're innocent? Even if you're caught with dead bodies in the back of your truck and, and Polaroids and you killing them. And then he says again, I'm innocent. So another kangaroo jury's told he's guilty by the judge. You must find him three million. So the jury says, even though it's not their right to do 25 years later, Oh, he didn't rape her. Okay. Well, he said I didn't rape her, but you did pinch her and. With no evidence of that. No witnesses. She can't even say what month that happened. Because she knows he can then find where he was somewhere else. Might be in Scotland. Might have been in Marlago. This is sick, folks. And I've been through it myself at these kangaroo trials where the judge finds you guilty. Controls what info can be brought out. People ask, why aren't your lawyers asking questions? They're told you're going to jail in contempt. You're going to pay fines. They find me in contempt $1,100,000 that came from free speech systems and almost closed the doors because we asked questions in those show trials. And you go, Jones's lawyers are retarded. I mean, they're not, they're given full lists. One of my lawyers was sanctioned hundreds of thousands, the other hundreds of thousands. They had to pay. Because they said things the judge said they're not allowed to say. And in these kangaroo trials with, with Trump, in many cases, not even juries, in the real estate case, they give you a list of things you can't say. That's in the news. And when, I, when people saw that happen to me, they're like, is that possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's not just possible. It's the new thing they do. Oh, by the way, you can't hear what Vladimir Putin has to say either. Because he's running America, and anybody that doesn't like being raped by the government, anybody doesn't like having their rights taken or elections stolen, well, you're getting orders. Oh, hold on. Oh, Putin, what do I say? Oh, yes, sir. We're going to go to break. Ezra LeVan's going to join us. I'm going to just tell listeners point blank, we have insanely good products, and I need help. You want to fight the New World Order? I need people to say, I'm going to decide to fight the New World Order, and I'm going to check out these products. I love the less than 1% of the audience that actually goes to InfoWarsTore.com and gets incredible products, great supplements, great books, great films, great water filtration, you know, all sorts of other cool stuff. But I need the majority of you to say, you know, I'm not going to just be a spectator here. I'm going to get in the arena and get great products at the same time. I'm going to fight for America, especially when we're starting to get traction and starting to win. The globalists are coming after you. What are you going to do to stand up against them? Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Take these two products. This is about to sell out. First run of it, super popular already. Next level foundational energy. There's no other energy product out there like this. This isn't a stimulant. This is breakdowns of what the cells create that a lot of people can't produce properly in their cells, like methylfolate and other things that supercharge your entire energy system and clean out your cells. This is energy that doesn't make you tired and doesn't have any letdown. It's the opposite. 
It's incredible. Next level, foundational energy, infowarstore.com. Also, Nitric Boost. Even stronger, new, even better manufacturer. It's the same manufacturer. We're buying through another group, but we decided to make it a little bit stronger and better. And I got a lot better deal on this. So instead of a 25% off, even though it's one of our best sellers, we're giving you 40% off on Nitric Boost that cleans out your arteries, your veins, your capillaries, your brain. It's totally anti-stroke, anti-all the garbage that's out there. It vasodilates. You need Nitric Boost. Experience Nitric Boost from InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And there's so many other great products like TurboForce and so many other great products like VasoBeats and Ultra 12 and Winter Sun. Check them all out. And then there are a whole bunch of products, all those great best-selling silver products, not available at InfoWarsStore.com or available at DrJonesNaturals.com. DrJonesNaturals.com, the original best-selling Super blue toothpaste with the nano silver, the tea tree, the iodine. Nobody's got this. No fillers. Incredible for your gums, your teeth. People love this. It's available again, a limited run. They're going to make more, but it's about to sell out. And there's all those other great wound gel, silver, nano silver, uh, all the great silver products and a lot of the great supplements that are game changers are available exclusively at drjonesnaturals.com. Dr. Jones Naturals. Just one word. Dr. Jones Naturals. Dot com and they're a great sponsor of the show. So please support the broadcast while getting amazing products now. So mark down these coordinates. Infowarstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine to order over the phone or drjonesnaturals.com. Take action now. The revolution against tyranny is now. We need the help now. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser to keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage, so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes and has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. 
leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order. It's Alex Jones. Washington, D.C. is flexing its New World Order muscle to brand average Americans rightfully fed up with a rigged election system as racist domestic terrorists who deserve to die. Because at the end of the day, Washington, D.C. is its own state, a corporation separate from these United States, a lobbyist hellhole seeped in corruption, teeming with sexually compromised ingrates, licking the boots of globalism and fascism. So when a survey conducted by Triton Polling and Research revealed that a D.C. jury pool refused to see the truth behind the January 6th political prisoners and instead opted to fuel the anti-American narrative, it was clearly obvious that there is no justice in the District of Criminals and a change of venue is in order as J6 protesters were branded as domestic terrorists, traitors, criminals, and insurrectionists. In every single court of our land, no one's been charged and convicted with insurrection, yet Democrats and dishonest people in the media every single day accuse President Trump of waging an insurrection. You know how I know it wasn't an insurrection? Because he hasn't been charged with insurrection. You know how else I know it's not an insurrection? Because this is the first insurrection in the history of the world where the people that were a part of it were unarmed. If you're trying to stoke an insurrection, you don't tell the people listening, hey, I want you to go over there peacefully and patriotically. According to the poll, nearly 90% said that Donald Trump was to blame, not the broken criminal election system. Nearly 70% said that Donald Trump's supporters are racist, a complete fabrication while nearly 50% agreed that the J6ers who stood up for the country, according to our founding documents, deserve life imprisonment or death. What the judges have been hiding behind, saying that uh, through the jury selection process, they can root out those who have um, inherent biases against the January 6th defendants, has now been completely obliterated. That narrative is gone. Um, you can't root out 86.4% of people that believe that no matter what we did at the Capitol, anyone who participated in events of Jan 6 should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Regardless of what they did at the Capitol, anyone who participated in the events of January 6th, nearly 70% of D.C. jurors believe that we should serve prison time, prison time. Even as a three-judge panel, D.C. Federal Appeals Court in Washington, D.C., ruled that Donald Trump does not have immunity from prosecution in his election case, as events unfolded, the narrative to get Trump and his supporters is crumbling. We are here today to authoritatively express that President Trump did not commit an insurrection, uh, and we believe Congress has a unique role in making that declaration. It's not the job of the states, and especially not the job of some bureaucrats in Colorado, to make this assessment and interfere with the rights of voters to cast their vote for the candidate of their choice. Kamala Harris kept it secret that she was in the DNC building on January 6th. She covered that up for almost a year before it leaked, and still she hasn't acknowledged it. Now think about this. Kamala Harris 
is one of the most politically opportunistic creatures on this planet. Why on earth would Kamala Harris forego the opportunity to milk politically the fact that she was within a hair's width of losing her life? Well, there were four committees, as you as you told us here, that requested preservation of those Secret Service communications, and they specifically said including electronic communications. And then the Secret Service proceeds to migrate the phones to a different carrier and destroy the phones that were in their possession. The word of the Secret Service that this stuff is deleted and it ain't never coming back. Because they just did, they didn't just delete the electronics, they destroyed the phones. It is those that set up this monstrous power grab that flies in the face of the Republic who deserve life imprisonment or worse. John Bound reporting. The great Ezra Levant joins us to cover the waterfront in T-minus 60 seconds. Learn about it you know, and those you don't know, tune in now at InfoWars.com and Real Alex Jones on X. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. On corruption, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. We focus a lot on Australia, we focus a lot on Germany and France and the UK, and we focus on our amazing northern friends in Canada because the globalists admit, Klaus Schwab admits, the UN admits, they're the beta test for us. And we're the beta test for them. We're all in this together. So Ezra Levant heads up Rebel Media, one of the best media organizations is pro-human, pro-truth in the world, rebelnews.com, at Ezra Levant on X. We're going to cover the waterfront here with him, because I've been trying to get him on for weeks since he was did a great job there uh, from Switzerland at the Davos uh, operation, knocked it out of the park again uh, with his crew, because we had some big victories in Canada, at least for now backing off the state, killing mentally ill people that they're wards of. And we've also got new clips of Trudeau saying, Canada's not great. How dare you say that? That almost tops his, uh, he admires Xi Jinping above anything else because he has a basic dictatorship. And we've also got um, the media meltdown over Tucker in Russia, Israel and Gaza, Canada petition to get out of the UN, WHO, open borders, ongoing transgender insanity in Canada. We're going to cover it all. Ezra Levant, you're 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 the quarterback this hour and the coach. What do you want to jump into first? Yeah, I want to tell you 
I think the most important piece of news in Canada in 2024 was a shocking, shocking in a good way, court decision by our federal court of Canada. It ruled that when Justin Trudeau invoked martial law two years ago in response to the peaceful truckers, when he seized bank accounts, when he deployed riot horses against peaceful protesters, that was illegal, unconstitutional, unreasonable, unjustified. Those are all words from the ruling. And further on, he said the way it was implemented was against our constitution, the seizing of bank accounts. Here's an example. As you know, a lot of households have a joint bank account between mom and dad. So if dad was protesting, they would seize the family bank account so mom couldn't buy groceries or medicine or pay for school. So it was that, so it wasn't just that the invocation of martial law was illegal. The judge said the way it was implemented was illegal too. This was such a breath of fresh air. This was so encouraging. As the kids say, it was a white pill moment. And it's done one more thing, Alex. Not only has it vindicated all the truckers, and put the blame around Trudeau's neck. But it has now fired the starter pistol for hundreds of Canadians who were debanked to sue the government because the pretext of having their bank account seized was just declared unlawful. The only people breaking the law during that trucker protest, other than some parking tickets, was Trudeau himself. Last point. The week that this federal court ruling came out, the justice minister under Trudeau, who had implemented martial law, he abruptly announced he was quitting parliament and retiring. But we caught him deleting his Twitter account, which has all of his public statements and his private direct messages. So we've gone to court to freeze his Twitter account. I think he's trying to delete his tracks now that hundreds of Canadians are going to sue him over that false invocation of martial law. So listen, the world is in jeopardy, Alex. There's bad news everywhere. But every once in a while when you get a win like this, especially from a court that you had sort of written off, it's worth taking a moment to celebrate. By the way, I'm kicking myself for not raising that. When I wanted you on a few weeks ago, and you were, I understand you were busy, I wanted you on about that ruling, and then you, 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 that was the reason I wanted you on. Now all this other stuff has happened. But again, I want to say this again. The, the the WF, the UN, all of them has said Canada is their main model. Uh, Klaus Schwab has said Trudeau is who he's most proud of as the model. We played that clip many times. I'm not going to play it again, but it's on record. Just type in Klaus Schwab says Trudeau's the model. We penetrates the cabinets. The, yeah. the, 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 the UN and your deputy prime minister and all of them have now come out just this week and said we want to take the bank accounts and demonetize Anybody that criticizes the Ukraine war, anybody that criticizes open borders. So they're trying to take the model of the social credit score from China to Canada to, and, and now externalize that everywhere. That's why this victory, I know the court brought up the debanking as the worst part, uh, is so incredibly important. Yeah, you know, there's just this week, uh, a member of parliament for our socialist party introduced a private member's bill that would criminalize, like not just make it mildly illegal, but it would be a crime punishable with more than a million dollars in fines and two years prison time. This private member's bill, as it's called, as it's called, would make promoting the oil and gas industry a crime. I know you're thinking, no, that can't be. There's got to <laughs> be some 
catch there. The member of parliament who introduced it actually compared it to anti-tobacco legislation. And and there's a common thread there. They don't want you to be able to criticize oil and gas. They want you to, you know, uh, use less carbon. They're also in Canada proposing to make it a crime to, quote, deny a genocide against indigenous people. If you deny that there are mass graves of Indians at the Indian residential schools, even if you're a skeptic, even if you're Indian yourself, they say that should be a crime. So there's all these movements in Canada to strangle free speech about key issues. And the thing is, in Canada, it's happening all the time. But remember when I was in Davos, Switzerland, covering the World Economic Forum, they're all pointing towards the 2024 U.S. election. That is the number one subject of conversation for the global elites. I think I told you that the two names that were on the lips of the delegates of the WEF more than any other were, number one, Donald Trump and how can they stop him, and number two, Elon Musk and how he is their impediment to stopping Trump. It, there I am in Europe with all these Europeans, all these globalists, but they're obsessed with those two disruptors in America. I want to report that to you, Alex, because you want to know. Uh, you, you told us, but it bears repeating. And people ask me, is Musk good or bad? Uh, you can't lie. The, the, the facts don't lie. You judge a tree by his fruits. He was never really a bad person, but he's involved in every major technology, so people can be as scared of the technologies and of their implementation. And I certainly agree with a lot of that. We should be very careful. But if you look at one point in the compass being total freedom and one being globalist tyranny, he was kind of in the middle before. He swung almost all the way over to being like a Tucker Carlson or an Ezra Levant or an Alex Jones, and so is Joe Rogan. And I know Joe Rogan personally. I know he's really awakened pissed off. So I think people need to be able to sit back and realize we're having cultural victories and and and, and that we're, we need to get ready for people to come over to our side and not just reject people when they start doing so many good things. What's your view on that? And, and, and what do you think gut level and, and also intellectually about Elon Musk? Thanks for asking. My number one fear is that he is exposed to the Chinese government because he has such a large uh, production facility, China is such a large part of his plans. So whenever I see him asked about China in one of his interviews, he really clams up a bit. That's my number one fear. But let's talk about the number one journalistic moment of the week, which is Tucker Carlson's upcoming interview with Vladimir Putin. That would not be aired on any network TV. I think it would be banned on YouTube. Elon Musk has assured that that will be seen as in, in its totality. And as he says, let the people judge it. And and think of all the other things that he has permitted, including, if I might say, the revival of your accounts. And so, I mean, that is a proof point. You see his tweets lately about open borders immigration? He's, he's sounding like a rock-ribbed Republican. And I, I have to say, no man is perfect. But as Ronald Reagan said, I'm paraphrasing, he said a 10% enemy is still a 90% friend. And Elon Musk is a friend to everyone who cares about the free dissemination of ideas, the ability to speak truth to power, and and the, that's why they hate him at the World Economic no, Forum. No, exactly. Anybody, and, and start over is interrupted, but anybody that sits there holier than thou about Musk, I mean, I just ask him, okay, so you wish he'd just get rid of Twitter and stop doing the good things he's doing? No. he's. I know people that know him personally. I'll leave it at that. He lives here in Austin. 
I'm friends with some of the people that are very close friends. I've interviewed him for two and a half hours. They say behind the scenes, he is completely red-pilled, totally pissed and awake. Now, I know that about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan at dinner, he's like, you're totally right, Alex. It's all true. New World Order. He's come out <laughs> against us all. And, and so I know Joe's for real. And I could clearly see that Musk is rapidly moving into our camp because, as he said just yesterday, if the West collapses, the world will collapse. We've got to expand civilization. It doesn't sit in stasis. It will totally collapse. The globalist plan for post-industrial world will create a new dark age, and the elites will be destroyed. This crazy leftist Klaus Schwab, King Charles, Nazi-esque depopulation plan will destroy everybody. And Musk is smart, and he's right. And so thank yeah. God for Elon Musk. And it's not a kiss-his-ass scenario. Trump's not perfect either, but thank God for, for President Trump. I mean, I'm just sick of people acting holier than thou. Does anyone in America, does anyone in Canada actually think for a second that many of the world's calamities would be happening if Trump were in office? All the things they don't like about Trump, mainly his personality, his jokes, his crass style, those are the things that scared the beans out of the bad guys. And I believe Trump when he says he would end the war in Ukraine in 24 hours. I believe it never would have started. And I think every Democrat knows that in their bones. And I think every Democrat knows in their bones that some, you know, uh, mad Mad Max style Houthi terrorists wouldn't be shooting at oil tankers or U.S. aircraft carriers with impunity. They wouldn't even try it if Trump were around. Peace through strength. Donald Trump didn't go starting wars, but he had a wildness in his eye, a twinkle that that you looked at him and you said, I'm not going to try anything with this guy because America's on top. No one feels that way about Biden. Biden thinks he's still negotiating with Francois Mitterrand, who hasn't been with us in decades. And Helmut I, Kohl. I think, and Helmut Kohl. Yeah. You know, he's, I suppose they say when you start to lose your mind, your memory goes back to your childhood or your youth. Soon we'll have him talking about corn pop again or something. I tell you, November can't come soon enough. But um, I'm worried because they will not stop at anything to block Trump. So much depends on it. Trillions of dollars, the states of entire countries, the dominance of the U.S. currency versus others. The entire world hinges on what Americans do. And let me be more precise. We know which way California is going. We know which way New York is going. The entire world depends on maybe a half a dozen battleground states in America. And that's why election integrity and that's why uh, freedom of speech electronically is so important. And we're up here in Canada. And obviously, we want to get rid of Justin Trudeau because he's poisonous. But I have to tell you. Whether or not Trump wins or not, or whether or not Trudeau is reelected or not, I think Trump winning or not probably has more effect on our lives up here. I mean, Trudeau's awful, don't get me wrong. But in terms of how the entire world would change or not, your election is important to the whole world, including to us up here in Canada, including to Australia, including to Europe. Well, that's right. Uh, I mean, elections other than a few city-states of Greece 2,500 years ago never really existed until about 250, 260 years ago. And so this election really is the most important election in world history. I, I think that's right. And we each have a role to play. Journalists like us 
our job is to tell the other side of the story, to follow the facts wherever they lead, to shine a light of scrutiny on things. And when people say you're not allowed to talk about that, to say why? I want to talk about it. The fact you're saying we're not allowed to talk about it makes me want to talk about it twice as much. And that's my thought about Tucker interviewing Vladimir Putin. Everyone's so against it. Now, others have interviewed Putin, including after he invaded Ukraine in 2014. Why can't Tucker? Because he's shown an open-mindedness. I think Tucker, for his own reputation's sake, is going to ask interesting, firm questions, not just banal blather. I don't think he's going to let Vladimir Putin, quote, get away with things. I think he's going to let Vladimir Putin talk. That's your job when you're talking to a world leader like that. I think Tucker knows this is his moment to shine. And I think he's put an enormous amount of Oh, I've never seen questions. him so excited. He's been trying for t- three years to do this. And I'll just leave it at that. But yeah. he is just, this is all, when, when I was up there months ago up in Maine with him, he was just, Absolutely. He goes, when I go to Europe, you know, Europe. I go, yeah, Europe, the big interview. He goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he really wants to stop World War III. And absolutely. And, and I, I don't think I know, Ezra, their attempt to demonize and shut this down, it would have got a hundred million views on X. The, the Streisand effect is going to get this a billion views total one way or another. I think so, because it's not just Americans who want to see it. Everyone in Europe wants to see it. And everyone around the world who wants to see both Tucker and Putin. This is historic in a way. And and I, I mean, I'm curious. And every hater is curious, too. I mean, both pe- both fans and foes want to see it. You don't think every single analyst at the CIA and NATO is going to watch it? You don't think Vladimir Zelensky is going to watch it? They want to hear answers to real questions i and i think we can all judge what we hear for ourselves and the fact that hillary clinton or or others are actually talking about criminalizing this journalism tells you a lot more about them it's so funny the projection and i'm not saying that putin's a good guy he's a former kgb agent i'm sure he's uh, he's uh, ended some lives directly um He's, he's not a pleasant dude, but for people like Hillary Clinton to start talking about authoritarian moves like jailing journalists, she, she doesn't even realize how much she's projecting. The authoritarian nature of the left has certainly come out in regards to Tucker. It's, it's quite telling. No, I totally agree. And they're also now saying they want to use the Espionage Act and they say, if he exchanged questions with Putin beforehand, that's espionage. No, espionage is giving somebody missile secrets or submarine secrets during a war. Tucker's not giving them military secrets. He's going and talking to them. You know, we know about Democrats who receive millions of dollars in payments, for example, from the wife of the former Moscow mayor. We know about millions of dollars going to high-ranking Democrats, even in the president's own family from Russia. That would, if you're interested in espionage and corruption and influence, that's right. If Putin gave him $10 million to be pro-Russia, that would be espionage. But there's no evidence of that. But there is $3 million from the Moscow mayor. There is three, and there is, and and listen, Tucker Tucker doesn't need the money. Tucker's doing just fine. I think he's I think he's making a name for himself. I saw Christiana Manpour, I think it was, say, "Oh, Tucker, you're not the only one trying to get." He, he was criticizing Tucker and saying, "Oh, we've all been trying to get it." Well, that's it's it's jealousy partly too, isn't it? All, I mean, what journalist wouldn't love to have this moment? You would, I would. Well, Tucker's the guy with the momentum and the gravity, and he's been telegraphing for years. He wants this. 
I bet he's been thinking of his questions for three years, Alex. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and every hater will be watching, too. It's like what they used to say about Howard Stern. The only people who listened longer than the fans were the foes, and for the same reason. What's he going to say next? Except this isn't just jokes and, and sex jokes. This is the stuff that wars and peace are made of. It's going to be historic, I think. I'm excited to see some real journalism instead of the propaganda I see. Well, I, I mean, you're absolutely right, and and that's why this is bigger than Tucker or Vladimir Putin. It's about stopping World War III. It's about Kennedy getting on the phone with Khrushchev and the Cuban Missile Crisis in the early 1960s. We need this dialogue, and, and we need to know that all Americans don't hate Russians and all Russians don't hate Americans, so that it's actually the opposite of that. And, look, I don't like hearing the Ayatollah Khomeini or Khomeini before that. I don't like things he was saying. I don't like those guys, but it was okay when all those big national 60 Minutes Reporters went and talked to him because that's what you're supposed to do. And what they're really saying is your children, you're not allowed as adults to hear what another adult is saying. And that's just the essence of tyranny. And that's the essence of being treated like a child. You know, I, in Davos, I'm not sure if I told you, when I was here for the World Economic Forum, remember so many companies and countries have a big pavilion outside the secure area so we could go into them and see what they had to say at the United Arab Emirates or India or whatever. Ukraine has a big pavilion every time. And I went there last year and I went there this year. And obviously it's their national message. You could call it propaganda. But I went there with an open eyes, an open heart, and listen – Alex, the number one victims here are the Ukrainian people. How many hundreds of thousands of people have been killed? Young, An entire generation of young men. I saw a report that the average age of the Ukrainian soldier these days is 43 because they've wiped out the generation of young people, let alone the millions who have fled the country as refugees. The number one beneficiary of peace would be the Ukrainian people. And when I hear the alternative just flinging more men against, in, into the meat grinder, it's heartbreaking. And I, I listen. I and now they want to now they the, want to conscript women. And even the former uh, U.S. top general from NATO just retired a few years ago. He said uh, two weeks ago, "It's time to conscript the women." This is barbaric. You know, it's heartbreaking. And I, I tell you, if I had one question to ask Putin, and I know I'll never get the chance, it would be this. There's so many reports from different people who were there that there was when Israel was actually helping to Israel's friendly with Ukraine and Russia. So Israel was hosting a, a kind of peace talks. This is over a year ago. And there was a general template on a on a peace agreement. And Boris Johnson was dispatched to scupper that deal that's at right. the last moment that's being widely reported from various people in the meeting. How and and what did the West? What did Ukraine gain from the additional war besides more devastation? And Israel didn't get any credit for trying to stop the war. Netanyahu did do that. You know, it should be. I mean, could you imagine if the war was stopped? There, I want to. I would like to hear Putin describe what the deal was and why it was called off. If he would be interested in the deal, because otherwise, how does this end? What's the end game for Ukraine? Simply de depopulating the country, throwing more. Well, that was my next question. I mean, they now even admit in the New York Times. We knew this a year ago, six months ago, was certain. They've been decimated. They can't get new recruits. The Russians never wanted to take the whole country. They wanted that security zone. And then to lure the, the NATO proxy army in for destruction, what Putin said two years ago has now been done. I think it's fair to say Ukraine has lost. 
and they've lost in a number of ways, and it's heartbreaking. And I, and I say that having gone through and in, in absorbed the Ukrainian message in Davos, and I went in there knowing, okay, I'm going to be getting the full Monty from the Ukrainian side. But you know what? It's a story of loss and pain. And yeah, and they've been valiant. They, I mean, they're outnumbered, you know, ten to one by the Russians. You can't deny the Ukrainians have fought like hell, but. All the analysts knew it was a suicide mission, so the West sits back, winds them up, pushes them in to die, knowing Russia was going to win. You know, Ukraine on a had uh, one of the largest caches of nuclear weapons after the Cold War, because remember, they were part of the Soviet Union. And other than the Russian Federation itself, Ukraine had the most nukes of any country. I think they had, other than America, I think they were in... It was America, Russia, Ukraine, and then Britain. yeah, Ukraine was positioned. Ukraine was positioned for war by Europe. Yeah, and they were convinced to give up their nukes. And Bill Clinton signed, I think it was called the Bucharest Memorandum or the Budapest Memorandum, basically saying, "Give up your nukes, and we promise we'll help you." Well, that that's sort of a parable, isn't it? Never give up your guns let alone your nukes. If Ukraine had its nukes, Russia never would have invaded. And there's a parable there about someone saying, give up your own self-defense, we'll take care of you. That paper was worth nothing. And and my heart breaks. You know, my own family came from Ukraine 120 years ago. Obviously, I regard myself as a Canadian. But, you know, it's what a disaster that war has been, but it's still celebrated as a victory across the West. It makes me very sad. Very well said, Ozan. Let's get these other big topics when we come back. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because... I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top-notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a... A little build up from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real red pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. 
But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. We are in the middle of a crude and ugly communist revolution funded by the big banks as a battering ram into a new age digital economy and a total surveillance state. All branches of government are attacking we the people and they offer us only one option, a meaningless vote in a rigged election. What we can do is be prepared. And you can support the InfoWar by shopping at InfoWarStore.com for products to help you through good times and bad. And you can share the videos at Band.Video. Our best hope still is and always has been a mass awakening. So download the videos, share them, upload them, and send them everywhere. Let the world unite for truth, justice, and 1776 worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. You are either with the Republic or against it. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. Here's the bottom line. Here's the meat and potatoes of it all. Here's where the rubber meets the road. There are times in human history when we go through incredible change. There are turnings every 90 years or so that have been observed for thousands of years, depending on the different cultures and areas. But we, we go in those cycles. And there are mega turnings that happen every 400 years or so. And if you look at all the technology and the things we have today, I call it this, and others are picking up on it, but it's, it's a mega turning, a super turning. Uh, the turning of all turnings. The whole future of the world is being decided right now. And all the old wars and all the old wounds are being ginned up and opened up. But really, it's team humanity versus team tyranny, folks. It's team demon versus team freedom. That's an Eddie Bravo term that I've expropriated. So Ezra Levant is one of the smartest guys out there. The, the work they do is first right around the world, not just in Canada. We're so honored to have him. We've only got like 25 minutes left with him. Uh, and, and so I wanted to go over... A lot of what we've got here. I want to get into Israel and Gaza. I want to get into the open borders. I want to get into the government assisted suicide, the ongoing uh, insanity in Canada with the transgenderism, uh, and also the Canadian petition to get out of the UN and the WHO. What do you want to tackle first? You know, the transgenderism thing is incredible. And I, I think there's a lot of issues out there that reporters are afraid to talk about. 
for fear of being called racist or extremist or or anything like that. And you know that because you've been called falsely every name in the book. Now, you've got tough skin like an armadillo. You've been criticized so much, and me too. But ordinary journalists, they want to stay away from that. Transgenderism is the most dangerous subject for a journalist to cover, although... Alex, it's the most obvious one. Your own eyes show it to you. And, and remember, and when, by the way, Tucker Carlson was, came up to Canada. I didn't mention that to you. I don't know if you saw that. Rock star Tucker level. Up to Canada. 20, 30,000 people packing arenas. Oh my God. It was amazing. He had 4,000 people with him at lunch in Calgary. Then he went up to uh, Edmonton. I don't know the exact number. I'm going to guess 10,000. It was a hockey stadium. I mean, that stadium, stadium looked like a 20, 30,000. I mean, it was, they, they were in the it was huge. And, and by the way, uh, it, 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 he's got such a sense of humor. I forgot how funny he is. You know him. So you, I mean, I, oh I've my God, he's even time, better. Listen, funny. Ezra, he's even better behind the scenes. I've spent days with him. Once he came and hung out with us on Thanksgiving, I spent a couple days with him and, uh, 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 just recently. The guy is like Santa Claus. He's so jolly. He's literally what he looks like on TV. You know, I, I got a real kick out of his visit, and it got the entire country squawking about him, including Trudeau, of course. But one, I learned something from him, and, and that's, I didn't, I thought I had heard him so many times. I, you know, I'll just go just to be there for the moment, but I learned something. He said that the purpose of transgenderism, one of its ideological missions, is to humiliate Christians and and I would interpret that to mean, you know, that scene in the book 1984 where the torturer holds up four fingers and says to the hero in Orwell's 1984, how many fingers? I, there are five fingers and he's holding up four. And he keeps torturing, torturing Winston Smith until he says there are five. And the torturer says, no, it's not enough for you to just say there's five. You've got to believe it. And, and and what's my point about the humiliation point in this 1984? Transgenderism is about making you look at a man and saying that is a woman. It's about breaking down your own personal integrity, your moral integrity, your own belief system. If you can swallow the lie that a man is a woman and therefore that anything flows from that, that a man can go into a woman's change room, then everything is broken it down. Makes you and, murder, and so it makes you murder logic. And so they need to have a benchmark that's so insane that now you'll accept anything. If you believe that big fat men dress like clowns that are convicted pedophiles are women, then you'll believe anything. You'll, be, you'll believe the moon's made of cheese. You know, and it's incredible that Orwell nailed that 75 years ago in his book. But it, it's... Ezra, you know why. You know why, just a brief aside, because uh, I've read most of his other books that were nonfiction. They're actually uh, composites of essays he wrote uh, under different names, like To Kill an Elephant. is actually a compendium book. It's also a sub-essay. He was you know, from a very powerful family, but they lost money, so they were out of power. Then he went and was an imperial policeman in India. Uh, then he came back and became a communist, lived on the street in Paris and London for years and got tuberculosis. Then he went in to uh, MI6 OSS before. It was like the chief propagandist. Uh, in the Fabian Socialists, the very top guild, and believed it, and then found out later, wait a minute, uh, Hitler's bad, but Stalin's just as bad, and you guys are planning something like that here. I'm going to write a book exposing, and he said that in his essays in the year before he died. You know, he died a year after the book was published. He wrote in the essays, no, this is what they're really planning. This is what they'll do if we don't stop them. Sorry, go ahead. 
No, you're right. And let me just throw one more thing out. And I learned this actually from Dr. James Lindsay, who I think is a thoughtful critic. He says the word queer, we usually take that to mean a, a comment on sexuality, but it's not just that. There's queer math. There's queer history. And all it means is to attack the norm, to tear it down. So when I look at transgenderism, I think, why is this happening? This madness. Has it's French Revolution. It's overthrow God's reality. Exactly. And so we have a reporter. You, you might recognize me. Recognize me. Where's that fedora? His name is David Menzies. He's one of our favorite guys. And he goes to sporting events where this is all out in the open. He doesn't go to secret meetings. These are tournaments, swimming tournaments, volleyball tournaments. And, and they're mainly for young college sports. So there's moms and dads there. But he, the the latest story that David Menzies broke, it's the craziest thing, Alex. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Is Well, there's a couple of stories. One is a 50-year-old man who not only says he's a woman, he says he can compete with teenage girls. So he's not just transgender, he's trans age. And the swimming club lets him swim with and change in the change rooms with Young girls, and they in fact changed their swimmers' bill of rights to say anyone can compete against. So they're any pushing age. the boundaries. It's just like saying we're going to put unqualified, mentally ill people in the cockpits of seven seven sevens, and we now have FAA video saying it makes people uncomfortable. We're doing it. They're they're literally at war with reality. And what gets me the, the number one thing I feel whenever I watch David's videos of these sports events is where are the moms and dads? I mean, Alex, the most dangerous place in the world is, I mean, if you see a baby bear cub, get the hell away because God forbid you're between that bear cub and its mom. You are in grave danger. There's nothing a mama bear won't do to protect its young. And that instinct is in people. And they know if they can cut that instinct off, they can get away with anything. Is that the same reporter that got arrested for asking the uh, the deputy uh, leader? Tell that whole story. Yes. Sure. And and again, in Canada, there's 700 agents of the government of Iran running around this country, whipping up anti-Western, anti-Semitic, anti-Canada stuff. And so there's been a call to criminalize a terrorist group, call a terrorist group, the Islamic Republican Guard Corps. Which is they you know, host protest on on X in Ottawa with fifty thousand people, and they admit it's sponsored and run by the Quds forces. That's the Iranian militia, and and they're legal in Canada under Trudeau. So our guy Menzies, the same guy who covers the transgenderism, he goes up to the deputy prime minister. And he says, "I'm David Menzies with Rebel News. Why won't you ban the IRGC?" Okay, that's a pretty good question. Yeah, that's the clip right there. And watch there. So he's asking her the question twice. And then a cop stands in front of him, brushes against him. And then the cop says, you're under arrest for assault. But you just saw the clip, Alex. He didn't assault anyone. The cop assaulted him. And in fact, if I can ask your team, can you play that last 60 seconds with the sound up? You've got to hear the yeah, sound Yeah, guys, play up. the it's clip. Play the clip. Uh, here's the clip. Why am I under arrest? He, 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 he blocked my way. 
What? I was just scrumming uh, Christian Freeland. I'm a, I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. Alex, it, it, you saw the, the, the craziest part. They later handcuff him, frog march him to a police car, drive him away, and then just dump him off on the side of the road. They drop the charges. But the incredible thing there is that he wasn't assaulting anyone. He was at, he wasn't even being rude, maybe slightly annoying. That's a reporter's job. He just asked a question. And did you see that plainclothes cop just sort of stood in the way, was gently brushed, and then slammed our guy against the wall and said, you assaulted me. Premeditated. I think what was... And what was so crazy about that is people saw the gaslighting in real time, and it was so natural how these cops lied about it. They later let him go, but Alex, I'm not letting this go, because this is the second or third time that Trudeau's or or liberal other yes. liberal bodyguards have roughed him up, and we will seek justice. We sue police who attack our people. We don't let it go. And I got more news coming from you in about a week's time about what we're doing for David. Canada, the way they treated him, I don't know if you remember when the Turkish President Erdogan came to Washington, D.C., and there were some uh, anti-Erdogan protesters, and Erdogan's bodyguards just pummeled the hell out of yep. him. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, 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 guys, pull up. Erdogan's bodyguards beat up uh, peaceful protesters, D.C. They beat the snot out of them. And that's that's what Christian Freeland's, uh, that Christian Freeland is the Deputy Prime Minister of Canada, and... She is a board member of the World Economic Forum. How's that even allowed? How can you be a trustee, a lawyer? And wasn't her ancestors pro-Nazi publishers in Ukraine? Yes, you know, you know our story well. Her grandfather was a Nazi who actually expropriated a newspaper from a Jew and turned it into a Nazi propaganda machine. I mean, her grandfather would be proud of her style, Alex. Incredible. We've only got like 12 minutes left. We got to move quick here. Uh, let's, let's talk about the big one to me, the government assisted suicide program put on hold till 2027. Uh, this is insane. This is good news though. Well, let, let me, uh, reduce your happiness by a few degrees. I apologize in advance. Oh, the you're the expert. Yeah, you're the expert. Tell us. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good news that the next phase is being delayed, but they're still suiciding people every day. It's now one of the leading causes of death in Canada. And, wow. and here's what they put on delay. Uh, yeah, we're seeing on the screen there um, some of the Turkish protesters uh, in America. I, or actually, that looks like it's in Turkey, but in America, the, the Turkish bodyguards beat them up. Anyhow, back to the MAID. That's the new name they're calling doctor-assisted suicide, medical assistance in dying. And this started popping up all over the place in Canada, veterans with PTSD. Because remember, Canada sent a lot of troops to Afghanistan over the years. So we've got a lot of troops with PTSD, which, you know, is mental distress and they need help. Instead of offering them help, our Veterans Affairs Department offered them suicide, offered them MAID. And again and again, reports came out and again and again, the government denied that that's what they were doing, but it happened so often. And now what's being delayed is the expansion of MAID to people who are merely depressed or have mental illness and no they started made saying oh if you have a if you're almost dead if you have no chance of recovery if you're in physical pain if you're in the twilight of your life just let them go peacefully that's a, that was the camel's nose in the tent for doctor assisted suicide now are you depressed we'll help kill you we'll help kill you i don't want to give the details away cuz we're doing a story on it i spoke to a father the other day whose daughter had arranged for a doctor to come to the house to kill her in the house. And he called me saying, there is someone coming to my house to kill 
my daughter. Could you imagine saying those words? If it was someone coming with a gun or a knife, you would do everything you could. But what if it was a doctor in the state-run healthcare system who had the force of law with him? In fact, you would be charged with the crime of interfering with healthcare. That's what they call it, Alex. They call doctor-assisted suicide healthcare. The medical profession that for thousands of years, their motto was do no harm. The Hippocratic Oath. They are the lead practitioners. And never forget that it was the doctors who were the pointy edge of the spear in the holocaust absolutely that's where it all started in in 33 and then it's, 10 years later he was killing millions with hitler so let's expand on this i don't want to get it wrong though they were trying to say handicapped people mentally ill people that are wards of the state the state will decide to make the decision they couldn't find any doctors to do it so at least that radical insane expansion got shelled but you're right canada is now one of the capitals other than like the netherlands of uh of government pushed suicide and don't think it's not connected with the fact that our government runs the health care. Government runs the health care about as well as it runs the post office. And so it's expensive and it's slow. And there are literally millions of Canadians waiting in pain for surgery. Everyone has free health care. Good luck if you can get it. The, the waiting list is insane. And so all these people who are languishing, many of them in pain, the government says, hey, we'll suicide you. Everyone's a winner. I played news clips from your national TV, so they're showing this. And it's like, well, I've got really bad back pain. I don't want to die, but they say I cost too much money, so they want to kill me. Shifting out of that, then closing comments on that. Let's talk about open borders. Uh, Let's talk about Israel, Gaza, and Canada petition. Sure. You know what? I I don't know if uh, you can find it quickly on our Twitter feed. There's a short clip of our immigration minister named Mark Miller, Mark spelt with a C, who announces that he wants to bring literally thousands of refugees from Gaza to Canada. I don't know if your team. Can I go saw to the Rebel clip News when you had it up there a few days ago. Yeah, I mean, people go to Rebel Media; uh, they can find it. Rebel but News then- Online is our Twitter, and, and it's just a clip because you're not going to believe it if you don't see it. There's no other country in the world that wants to take refugees from Gaza. Certainly not Egypt. In fact, they're building a higher fence between Egypt and Gaza. But Trudeau is so dead set on maxing out migrants, and he's got an obsession with migrants from the Arab world. Who else would take migrants from Gaza? Trudeau wants. Thousands of them, and I remind you that Palestinian pollsters have found that at least 75% of Gazans support Hamas and other terrorist groups and support the October 7th terrorist attack. And Trudeau wants to bring these people into our neighborhoods. I'm terrified. And by the way, you happen to share the world's longest undefended border with us. And so do you think that of these thousands of Gaza migrants that Trudeau's bringing, do you think none of them will have ambitions to go after the great Satan? Yeah, play that clip sound up if you please. Okay, they'll, 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 they'll get a cue. They'll tell me in a moment when they get ready with audio. But, but let me just ask you this. Here's where, here's where the left disconnects from reality. Okay, okay, I know it's a fetish to hate Israel and say everything evil on the earth is Israel. And I was mad at, you know, Netanyahu pushing the poison shots like all the other leaders and saying Israelis are getting pigs and all that. So I don't think Israel's perfect. Nobody's, I mean, I love America. I can't stand our government. Okay, it's, it's the same thing with Israel. You know, I think Israel's great, but I can't stand some of the stuff different governments do. Same thing with, you know, the UK or Canada or anybody. You know, Trudeau's not Canada. Netanyahu's not, you know, Israel. But this leftist big media, uh, State Department, big universities are completely anti-Israel, pro-Islam. The Islamists are attacking the White House, attacking everybody, blocking highways, attacking people, saying, screw America, we're taking over, this is Islamic State. And then the left, 
you know, trainees and people go out and get beat up at these events, not knowing what Islam thinks about them. It's the West that's tolerant. Why is the left so allied with Islam? Ezra? A few weeks ago, uh, I, don't, I don't know if we're frozen there, if you can see me. Um, on the streets of London, a few weeks ago, they had 100,000 people march in support of Hamas. And I was interviewing everyone I could. And, and they were mainly new immigrants to the UK, but there were some old timers, some, some people in their sixties and their seventies. And, and I talked to them. They were from the old Socialist Workers Party. And here's what I detected, Alex. In the sixties and seventies, these people hated the UK so much that they thought their chief ally was the Soviet Union. So they were for disarming the West and capitulating to the Soviets, and they were Marxists. Now the greatest counterweight to the democratic, civilized, free West is radical Islam. So they side with them. And it, and that's what queering means that we talked about. So when you say queers for Palestine, they don't actually think that they're going to go to Palestine and live and go to a gay pride parade. They know they'll be killed. But they know that they're against the, the capitalist, patriarchal, uh, free West, and so are Palestinians. So are Russians, That's right. maybe. I mean, not no, no, Russians. You're absolutely right. And, and they think Islam's going to help them capture power in the West, then they'll double cross Islam. But we know Islam has another plan. Yeah, and, and so Russia used to be the counterweight to the West. Now they see Russia as the keeper of some of those old Christian values. So the the left is very confused about Russia. It's one of the reasons they hate Putin is because he's not a godless atheist communist. In fact, when he talks about cultural issues, he sounds Christian and conservative. But but the, I think anyone on campus, a lot of the young people on campus who are marching and chanting, they don't actually have a deep understanding of what they're saying. This is our generation's version of the massive unilateral disarmament protests that were in the West in the in the 70s and 80s. It's just self-loathing and it's a luxury of the West. If you travel anywhere in the third world, anywhere in the developing world, they do not have the same self-loathing. It is a luxury good to be be able to hate yourself. And that's why the people who hate the West the most are rich kids in college, because that's an exquisite demonstration of how sophisticated and savvy and, they and are. And I wonder why how they can condemn. I, I wonder why Go Christian ahead. conservatives and, and, and Jews, because, you know, I've grown up in America, I've seen it. But Christian conservatives, Jews, uh, other groups, they literally have a self-loathing and feel like we're bad as Christians, or, and we have to grovel to whatever the power structure is and show that we're bad and, and admit we're bad because we're Christian or we're white. It's total mind control. It's absolute horsemaner. In closing, we're almost out of time. How do we break that and then get into the big Canadian petition to get out of the UN, WHO? I think the first thing is to talk about it and to give people the vocabulary, the vocabulary of how to resist. Most people in college have simply never heard the other point of view before, Alex, and so they don't know that there's another side of the story. But I think once once that light is switched on, they can really, you know, there there is hope out there. Um, to switch gears to to the last subject you you had there, sorry, what was the last subject you wanted to cover? The last subject was the Canadian petition to get out of the UN. Thanks very much. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the World Health Organization is one of the most atrocious uh, 
parts of the United Nations, also the UNRWA, the UN Relief Works uh, Administration. I think that's the Gaza. Like there's so many awful parts of the UN. I don't know where to start. There's the climate control. That's the UN um, uh, uh, climate change uh, framework convention on and climate change. And all their anti-free speech and all their open borders crap. The audience is sold. They're yeah. bad. Tell us what Canada's doing to get out of it. Huge petition, I think over 300,000 signatures might not sound a lot for Americans, but remember, we're one-tenth your size. So that would be like if three and a half million Americans signed an official petition, not just some Facebook petition, but an official government petition to get out. The point is Canada is waking up. Canada's waking up fast. I sure hope so, but we still have Trudeau at our helm. Imagine Gavin Newsom as your president. That's Justin Trudeau as our prime minister. All right, very impressive, uh, Ezra Levant. As soon as you're ready to come back on, anytime you got news to break, we're watching everything you do. Uh, again, where are the best places for people to find you? I guess it would be rebelnews.com on Twitter, Ezra Levant. You betcha. And uh, come to our channel if you want to see more of that transgender reporting by David Menzies. It really is unique. So many reporters are scared of touching it, and we'll make sure to send you the clips when we get them, David. All right. I'm sorry, I called you David. I was no, you're Alex, talking about the reporter. I, I get it. We're moving fast. Yeah. Ezra Levant, we'll talk to you soon. And, and, and your reporter, David, is amazing. Get him on. Anytime reporters want to come on, tell my producers. Let's get them on, too. Yeah, I sure will. He'll be great. And great job fighting to keep the churches open during the lockdowns. You were the tip of the spear. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Ezra Levant is a smart guy doing great work. We're a lot richer because he's there freedom-wise. All right, folks. Uh, we are... Out of time for this hour. We have huge investigative reports inside the, the illegal alien camps, how they're being abused, so much more coming up with a very special guest. We'll start the next hour, get to that. Infowars.com forward slash show, band out video. And if you're watching us on X or on a local radio station listening or at Infowars.com forward slash show, please go to Infowarsstore.com. Check out the new limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts, the 1776 Gadsden flag shirts uh, that I designed and get some of the great products. We've got a big sale that's ending imminently for 50% off DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus. And we also now have back in stock, new and improved, even stronger, and 40% off, got a better deal on it. We have the amazing, over-the-top, absolute, uh, just killer, nitric boost that cleans out your blood, cleans out your whole body at InfoWarsStore.com. So get your nitric boost. Get your next-level foundational energy. Get your winter sun. Get you all of the great products now at InfoWarsStore.com or 888 Our number three is only two minutes away. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose, I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I, I'll cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. 
Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real red pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. most banned network in the world. We knew it was coming. I predicted it days ago. The Democrats are now calling for Tucker Carlson to be charged with the Espionage Act or treason. Listen to what some of these scumbags are saying. Tucker Carlson is interviewing Vladimir Putin today, and many people believe it's going to go horribly wrong for Tucker. My first question was, is it even legal for a U.S. reporter to go over to a country that we're basically at war with and interview the president of that country? The answer is yes, but I forecast some big problems ahead for Tucker Carlson. The Espionage Act is a U.S. law that basically prohibits us from spying or leaking classified documents to foreign countries. But the words of the law are super broad and could be construed to prohibit any sharing of information with another country with intent to harm the U.S. Is it possible that Tucker shared his questions with Putin's people before the interview? Is it possible that Putin's people provided Tucker with evidence supporting their war with Ukraine? This is definitely information covered by the Espionage Act. The interview is going to be way bigger than the Super Bowl. They're estimating 500 million, a billion people are going to watch it. This is as big as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. And you can argue that the moon landing has never really happened, but they're saying this will be as big as the first moon landing. Potentially billions are going to watch it because billions of people don't want to be in a nuclear war and they want to hear what Vladimir Putin has to say. Of course, I'm talking about the big Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin over two hours long. He told me drops at 5 p.m. Central today, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be covering it live on air during Owen Schroyer's War Room and, of course, on my own broadcast as well. Follow us at Real Alex Jones on X and at Infowars.com forward slash show. But here's an update on how crazy they've gone. First three days ago, members of the European Union government, the unelected uh, board uh, that, that, that controls the ceremonial parliament, as well as members of the parliament came out and said, we want him banned from Europe. We want sanctions on Tucker Carlson. Then they started talking about, oh, criminal charges. Maybe we can charge him with something. Now the Democrats have come out, and it's all over the news saying, let's charge him with the Espionage Act. Is he guilty? Well, yes. 
which of course he's not, ladies and gentlemen. This is how panicked and insane they are. Hillary Clinton says that he's a useful idiot. Hillary Clinton says, yeah, we should look at not letting him back into the United States. They're trying to murder journalism and they're trying to kill your right to hear and see other ideas. They lied to us about the Ukraine war. The Ukrainians have lost. NATO started the war nine years ago. Russia warned if they didn't back down, they would invade. And they did, ladies and gentlemen. And now NATO says nuclear war is imminent and preparing to have a draft in places like Germany and the UK. The last desperate holdout or fortress of tyranny is war. And all their different globalist operations and their COVID lockdowns has failed to get people to submit to the rollout of this new globalist system with the cashless society, the central bank digital currencies, the ESGs. And so they're openly saying in NATO that decades of ongoing war with Russia, saying in the last decades, will help bring in their new world order. Whether you agree with Putin, whether you agree with Xi Jinping, whether you agree with the puppet Biden, Anybody should have a right to be able to interview them if they do the interview. And we have a right as adults to hear what they're actually saying. This is the same left that sends convicted pedophiles in to elementary schools to have children sit on their laps with drag queen pedophile time. So the children can have that done to them, but we as adults can't hear from Vladimir Putin. So I'm going to be covering this all today on my regular show, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., then Owen at 3 p.m. Central today. We'll be live when the interview drops. We'll be airing it. Tucker wants everybody to share it. He wants to get out because they're going to try to block it. You can find the full interview at Tucker Carlson's website that we'll put on screen. You can also find it on his X account. But again, we'll also be linking to it and streaming it. And after it's over, we'll have commentary as well. And then on the Friday show tomorrow, we'll be opening the phones up to discuss it. This is history making, and it could stop World War III. Please share this important report. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. All right, Anthony Rubin and James O'Keefe of Infiltrated Illegal Alien Centers will cover it all when we come back. Huge video. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsTore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. From Austin, Texas, it's Alex Jones. We're now in hour number three of this live Thursday, February 8, 2024 transmission. I'll be here for another two hours. Then Owen Schroyer, 3 p.m. takes over. 
and two hours. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Two hours into Owen's show, 5 p.m. Central, the last hour. The Tucker interview drops. We're going to stream it. We're going to post it. We'll be on after it. Commentary on it. The big Putin interview. That is all coming up and all the things that it entails. But, you know, we've talked about the great work of James O'Keefe. Now they tried to shut him down. But he just came back better from Project Veritas when he got hijacked uh, with uh, O'Keefe Media Group. And then you've got Stephen Crowder doing the same type of infiltrations with his investigative unit, knocking it out of the park. And then you've got people like Anthony Rubin in just the last few years just exploding on the scene from Central South America, Southern North America, Northern North America, just everywhere exposing the tyranny, knocking out of the park every week. And more people are being inspired. We're not in competition. We are with each other. We're in competition to stop the globalists. So we're going to talk about his new investigative report in New York, uh, getting into the Illegal Alien Center. And we also have uh, O'Keefe Media Group infiltrate secret converted illegal immigrant compound in Tucson, Arizona. And then in California, our own Drew Hernandez went into the United States six plus miles, like seven miles and discovered the UN funded camp inside of the United States and all the illegal aliens. And, and he was given that information by the border patrol in Texas and said, you really ought to go to California. That's where this is happening. Kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies. California is the place you ought to be. So he loaded up the family and moved to Beverly Hills. That is movie stars, swimming pools or however they say it. So, uh, it, it's just exciting now to see the people engaged. Infowars and James O'Keefe and Anthony Rubin and all the other wonderful folks and people pick other subjects, uh, like, uh, you know, Alex, uh, Rosen exposing the pedophiles and just, it's amazing to meet all these great men. And there's a lot of women fighting too, but it's, it's mainly men. The men are supposed to do that. And, and just to be involved in this. And some are old and some are young and some are black and some are white and some are, you know, Christian and some are Jewish and some are Catholic. The point is, is that we're people that hate tyranny and we're coming together. So it, it's a long report. It's up on Infowars.com. I reposted it on X. Uh, Muckraker has obtained ever before seen footage from inside three of New York's secret illegal alien compounds. And what they found, the abuse, the criminal activity, the exploitation is also across the country, 2000 miles away. What the O'Keefe Media Group found in Tucson and what we found 500 miles away from there in Southern California. So let's air the first couple minutes uh, of uh, this muckraker report. It's 26 plus minutes long. It's on Infowars.com. Here it is. You cannot search them. No. Do you ever? Do they ever bring in weapons like knives or stuff? Yeah, they go bring. I've seen two knives here. Really? Yeah. Someone got stabbed. Uh, one of the gates. Like one of the migrants got stabbed. Since Joe Biden was put in office, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens have taken refuge in New York City, the largest sanctuary city in the United States. To handle this, numerous illegal alien compounds have been established on what was once prime New York real estate. Muckraker conducted the first ever investigation of three of these compounds at Randall's Island, the Rowe Hotel, and Floyd Bennett Field. Over the course of our investigation, we discovered open drug dealing, stories of violence and weapons inside these facilities, 
shocking internal reports, and much more. We also interviewed a whistleblower who formerly worked inside these facilities. This is a first ever look inside New York's illegal alien compounds. Row NYC is the fifth largest hotel in New York City and is located just one block from Times Square. It has now been turned into a shelter for roughly 5,000 illegal aliens. All right, let's stop right there. We'll get to more B-roll of this, other key points with Anthony Rubin. We're going to him in just a moment, but I wanted to play a few minutes of James O'Keefe's report. Again, in Tucson, we already had Drew Hernandez on yesterday, but he's got more reports now. He's hosting with me the fourth hour today. My point is we are fighting hard, and it is amazing what we're exposing. The system cannot stand this coming out. So they fly them in at 3 a.m. in the morning. So they have secret areas of the airport now doing this. But we now have the airport staff, the Border Patrol blowing the whistle. This thing is coming down. Here's a short clip of the uh, new James O'Keefe report. I don't want them asking me. Here, I'm going to steal my citizen. Standing in front of the Ramada in Tucson Airport, a police officer told us to mind our own business. What is this, a migrant place? What is it? It's none of your business. Get going. We see migrants, illegal immigrants standing near the rooms and told us not to go in. What is this business over here? It doesn't matter. you got to go because the Pima County is coming with the sheriff. Get out of here. What? going in anyway they're supposed to have a sponsor that yeah. means that they lied to be yes. here in the first place and that's what will get them in trouble we wanted to talk to someone about resources we put a hidden camera on a mexican illegal immigrant whistleblower caesar also saw a sign for las palmas quieren cobrar dinero por nosotros al gobierno many subcontractors many money grabs that get paid no matter what Listo para ser bebés americanos. Pero has notado que con mucha gente que se viene también son como pandilleros. Y... Ahí me pusieron eso. Oh, okay. All right, it goes on and on. It's totally insane. Uh, Drew Hernandez clubs. So I'm not going to play again because we already covered him yesterday. He's got more coming out today. Uh, wow, Anthony Rubin, you are continuing to kick ass. Very, very excited about what you're doing, exposing this evil. Uh, next, we want to go with the whistleblowers to the Walmarts in South Texas that are little kids. So that's really the holy grail that's got to be exposed. We know where they are. We've just got to get into them. I know you're probably working on that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but you are a journalist who reports on legal immigration, human smuggling, and issues affecting the border, muckraker.com, on X, Real Muckraker, on YouTube, Real Muckraker. Uh, again, great job. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, Alex. Thank you for having me on. Well, it seems like a hundred years ago you were on just a month ago, but it also seems like ten seconds ago. It's paradoxical. Where do you want to start? Because the video is amazing, but just how you learned about this, what you went up and found. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let me just get right into it. So I've known about these for a little while now. Um, I mean, you know what's crazy is that they're massive, but they're also right under the nose of New Yorkers. And a lot of people, I don't think, even have a clue what's going on. You know, if you're not politically astute, if you're not really aware of your surroundings, which a lot of people aren't, I mean, these things are just out in the open and you'll talk to people and they just won't have a clue what's really going on. They're like, oh, yeah, I think that there might be some migrants over there. And then really, it's a hotel with 5,000 of them at Row NYC or at Floyd Bennett Field. There's thousands of them. It's like a FEMA camp or at Randall's Island. Those are the three that uh, we obtained uh, footage at. 
And a lot of people just are not aware aware of what's going on. That's the first thing. The second thing is you go in there in, into these places and you know you realize real quick it's not Jack and Jill coming across the border. I mean, these are serious dudes. You're hearing stories of uh, multiple stories of people showing up with knives, of stabbings, of people showing up in the hotel with a handgun. I mean, these are the types of things that are going on. So that also begs the question, you know, who the hell is coming across our border? And also, why the hell are we giving military-aged men from China, Russia, uh, and, uh, you know, all sorts of countries in Africa all this welfare while we have uh, starving American citizens on the streets a block away? It makes no sense. And then, then just the hellish and, – and again, the globalists are really good. Some are kind of the military-aged men. Some are women with children. Some are just the children. They divide them up and send them to different places. Yeah, absolutely. So at, at the Row NYC, uh, which, you know, it's, it's insane. It used to be, I guess it still is, but it's not being used for this anymore. The fifth largest hotel in New York City, if you can imagine that. I mean, this is prime real estate, one block from Times Square. That one is primarily family units. Um, then you go to Randall's Island. That's like the African camp. There's some South Americans in there as well, but it's mostly Africa. You're talking Senegal. Uh, you're talking Guinea. You're talking Morocco. Um, all sorts of other countries in there as well. I mean, men that don't speak a, a, a word of English that are in there. And in, then you have Floyd Bennett Field, which is, again, family units, a lot of uh, South Americans. And, you know, these people are living there. They are saying that they're waiting for their Medicaid. They're waiting for uh, asylum. And they are allowed then to get onto buses. There's buses, for example, that leave from Floyd Bennett Field. Anybody who's not familiar with that, that was also the uh, place that went viral about a month ago when they sent these people into a Brooklyn school to sleep and they actually had to send the students home. That was the same place. And there are buses that come every day to pick these people up and bring them into like central Brooklyn so they could go into the mall or, or go work at a job or whatever. And they get to come back to Floyd Bennett Field and sleep for free. And, you know, that's what's gone. But those are the sort of groups that you see. It's different groups at different places. So they know, it, again, we already know this, but now the public's finally getting it, that it's U.N. run with the State Department and these charities, NGOs, and it's all completely organized all over the country. And it's just record numbers coming and they're broken up into groups, sent to Democrat areas, put in houses. The Democrats sign them up for welfare, milk the money, sign them up with law firms, milk the money, NGOs, milk the money, community organizers, milk the money. And then they also put them literally in slave labor at factories and sign them up for welfare and then steal the money. So they're not just people that they're going to get to vote illegally. They're literally farming them. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, first off, the, the video that we put out, it shows three of these centers and you know, for sure, these are the larger of the centers, but there are, uh, you know, tens or almost going into the hundreds of these centers just in uh, the uh, like lower New York. That, I mean, now go across the entire country. And again, these are colonies that, under Cloward and Piven that'll never have jobs, just like Europe. Ten years later after the Islamic invasion run by the European Union and the EU, uh, the UN, 90 plus percent don't have jobs. 80 plus percent of military age men, they just sit there on welfare a tool of the state. When the liberals give the order, they burn everything down. Exactly. Well, what you just said it right there, Cloward and Piven. That's what this is. This cannot be sustained. Just like everything else we're doing cannot be sustained, but it's just more strain, more stress in the system, and it's going to collapse. And you know, in its place, the only thing that's going to be left is the giant totalitarian state when it's all said and done. And these people will be minions of that state because you know he who pays the piper picks the tune. And you know uh, these people are the pipers, millions of them. Uh, that are just sitting, getting welfare, and you already know who they're going to vote for. We include that in the video, asking, you know, who do you support in the election? Biden, of course. 
Uh, yes, that's what's going on. You know, we could also get into the unaccompanied children because I saw a lot of that up in New York as well. Some pretty incredible stuff. That's um, the key. And I got a lot of your clips. But if you tell us where to go in the videos, we'll show that. I saw the video that was sent by Border Patrol a few days ago of them crying in Texas because they've seen the children before, a month before, and the kids are begging, please don't send us with the NGO, and they're ordered to and put them in a van to drive away, and the Border Patrol starts crying. I, I mean, this is yeah. pure evil. Mayorkas, who, who, who did not get impeached because of traitorous Republicans, is literally the biggest child. He makes Jeffrey Epstein look like a amateur when it comes to human trafficking of children. Absolutely. And your your audience likely already knows this, but it's worth just repeating and repeating. He sat on the board of Hyas, right? And uh, when he became the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Hyas actually put out a like uh, a high level uh, like message, like congratulating him, congratulating this high level board member for now being in uh, the Department of Homeland Security, being the head of it. So that's what's going on. People should know that. And, of course, Hyas is the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, for anybody that's not aware. They're responsible for handing out maps down in the Darien Gap and basically ushering these millions of people up to our border. Um, but as far as these unaccompanied children, and you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but on the other hand, I don't even think it matters because the operation is so big that even if I say this, nothing's really going to change. Like, you can't really stop this moving train at this point. There's too much momentum. So um, you know, I was up there in New York, and I would stake out at LaGuardia Airport every day for many hours a day. And, you know, number one, you get to LaGuardia Airport, you just see all these men from Africa that are just hanging out and they're just waiting and they wait. And then, you know, a giant group of them will form eventually after enough get off from enough flights and they'll get picked up by a bus and taken to one of these shelters. That's the first thing you see. The second thing you see, if you wait there long enough and you wait for the flights that are coming from Texas, is you will see these sponsors, not sponsors, excuse me, escorts that are coming through the airport with, you know, Five, six, seven, eight kids. They all look the same. They're all wearing the same shoes, the same backpacks, wearing masks, not allowed to talk, you know, walking through the airport and they're hurrying through. And I, I, I caught this all on video. They would either hand off the kids right there at the airport and some, I mean, I caught one. It was an incredibly sketchy handoff. They handed off the kids to the, and, and they, they load the kids into this sketchy van. The man that's loading them up is hiding his face. He looks like he doesn't speak a word of English. Uh, might be legally here himself. Probably the case. But then other times you get black vans that pick them up and they just take off. And I actually followed a couple of these vans and they're dropping these kids off at these sketchy foster homes all across the state of New York. And I mean, that's what's going on. And at other times they'll pick up these kids, load them to a black van and just drop them off at private homes. By the way, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. I got out of high school when I was uh, 18 because I was in high school five years because I was got in some trouble in high school, but I, I graduated with good grades. And I, I talked to people. I said, what's the highest paying job there is? And they said, it's an assistant working for a carpet cleaner place. You can make $20 an hour as an assistant. And you're, there's, a, there's an assistant and operator. The, the operator is like $35 an hour. This is like 30-something years ago. That's how old I am. It's 32 years ago. And I, don't, and I was tough. I'd had jobs at ranches before and golf courses. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't a whim. I worked there about two months. Because you'd go to one house and it was no one had been there in a month and it was like dog manure and cat stuff and, and fleas when they haven't had blood in about three weeks, you'd walk in and fifty fleas would jump on you. Okay? And you're like cleaning as fast as you can, you want to throw up, it stinks so bad. Nobody knows. You, you go to a rich person's house, you love it because it's nice furniture and you move the piano and you know, do it. it it's hard work, but you're getting twenty something bucks an hour, which is like fifty today. But the reason I quit the job and I didn't even understand it then is that because we probably did three houses, four houses a day on a good day. They also wanted you to work like 14 hours. 
is I would go to foster homes. And you'd go in, there'd be locks on the refrigerators, dirty mattresses, kids, some fat-looking pedophile dude. And just, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, not all foster parents are bad, but I'm telling you, it is the seedy underbelly. And so many liberals and Democrats, this is their business, is warehousing children. So you talk about sketchy foster homes. Tell us about that. For sure. So uh, one of them was in uh, where was it actually? It was it, right next to Manhattan, I believe. Uh, it was in the Bronx. It was in the Bronx. It was this Catholic foster home, and you would have no idea what you're looking at. But then from the outside, you're looking at this thing, and there's uh, cameras all around. It's fenced with barbed wire fencing, and I actually managed to get in. I knocked on the door. You know, I acted like I was somebody that belonged there, and they let me walk right in. And there's all these kids just hanging out inside, and they immediately pull me out. You know, they they kick me out of the place. Um, you know, but but that place, I'm outside of it, and there's all these sketchy men. Again, men that I don't even know if they speak much English. I mean, they themselves, some of them were talking to me in broken English. They seem to be foreigners themselves. Full-grown adult men that are walking in and out of this place, running the show. So I'm not even sure what I'm looking at there, but. Doesn't look good. Let's put it that way. When you get all these cameras surrounded by barbed wire fence, looks like it's to keep people in more than keeping people out. Cause I don't think anybody wants to get in there. Uh, there were other ones that I, that I tailed, you know, I, I tailed these, these vans and I show up and I, you know, they, they start the van pulls into this foster home. The kids get out and I just have my camera. I'm on public property and the security guard is coming up to me, getting in my face. Like he's about to clock me. I'm like, dude, I'm on public property. What are you doing right now? This looks really bad. And you know, they're, they're about to get violent with me. And, uh, you know, this is what's going on. So you got to ask why the level of secrecy. I think we know, like you said, these foster homes are not good. There's a lot of trafficking that happens through some of these places. I'm not naming names until we have more evidence, but that's what's going on, man. And there was another thing we did, which was down in Texas, again, by these Walmart facilities. Uh, Carlos Arlano and I, who I know you had in your show, he's a great, a great guy. We went down there and we would wait outside and we would wait for some of these vans to pull out with kids because we were trying to tail them. And if, I mean, you wouldn't even believe it. These vans would drive so sketchy and they would actually drive in such a way where, you know, we would think we had them and then they would just bang a corner and lose us. That's how sketchy this operation is. They're actually like losing us on public roads because they don't want to be followed. So that's what we saw. That's what's going on. I mean, it's going to be a massive report. It's still ongoing. But, you know, I'll say this publicly because, like I said, that their operation is so large. It's like a moving train. You can't just slam the brakes on it and stop it all of a sudden. So I don't think it makes a difference. Exactly. Enforcement will say, Jones, don't say all this, but then higher up goes, I don't want to say higher up's like smart, but they go, no, expose it all. We just need full exposure. They don't care. It's there. We need not just a James O'Keefe, you know, not, you know, not just a, uh, Drew Hernandez, uh, not, not just people, you know, like you. We need everybody to understand, folks, this is like shooting fish in a barrel. We go down to the border two or three times a year. It's everywhere. It's not like you're looking around. It's going all on all around you, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show. It happens right under people's noses. They don't even have a clue what's going on. You know, and actually you, you could see real quickly how you could have an atrocity and it, and people won't even know what's going on. I was going to use that it's analogy like, earlier. Like after World War II, they couldn't believe that most Germans didn't know they had death camps. And they, and they, they, Eisenhower did an investigation and found it was true. They didn't even know. Exactly. Living exactly. next door to a forced labor camp, death camp, and they didn't even know. Exactly. That, that was exactly the analogy I was thinking of. Um, and that's what's going on. You know, these camps all across the state of Texas. And if you don't, I mean, there has been, there was one that I went to in Carrizo Springs this past summer. And I show up at Carrizo Springs. I don't really, I know there's a camp there. I don't know where it is though. And I'm like, all right, let's ask locals. Surely they must know. And so I'm going to different stores. 
And I asked a bunch of people before I finally found one that thought maybe it might be down this road and to the right. But I mean, and, and it was only a mile or so from where in this town that I was asking people and nobody had a clue. They're like, I've never heard of such a camp being here. And there's this massive FEMA camp looking place with thousands of children in there and nobody has a clue. It's absolutely incredible. So you could see real quick how you could have atrocities or some crazy thing that's going on, whatever it may be, and people just won't have any idea. It's actually quite scary when you think about it, what could be going on right under people's noses. But that's why we got to just put it all out and expose it. Well, here's an interesting story about getting intel from people when Obama was in as he ramped up the invasion before Trump got in. We'll show some graphs when we come back. I had workers in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Illinois, all over, Arizona, saying, look, we're tearing out this whole Walmart. Some were small, some were big Walmarts. And so they were closing down all the little Walmarts and building super centers. And all we know is we're putting in chains, fences, cages, uh, toilets for thousands of people. And they, and they thought it was a FEMA camp. They thought it was for citizens and martial law. No, Obama, before he's told kids to rush and did the NGO, they built all that. And then Trump shut it off. I have the graph. I'll show me come back. And then Biden just turned it back on. But those weren't FEMA camps, though they looked like them. That was the illegal alien centers they were building. Yeah, well, you know, as far as it being used on Americans, I mean, think about the warning from Snowden when he came out and blew the whistle, right? what, What did he keep saying? He said, listen, maybe it's not that much of an issue right now. You could ask, well, what's the threat? But when the totalitarian switch gets flipped, the infrastructure is in place to now surveil every single American uh, you know, down to his every footstep, basically. Uh, what's going on? It's the same with all this infrastructure that's been built up, right? I mean, when the totalitarian, uh, well, it's already really been flipped. When they, you know, go to the next level, we already have all these camps that they could put the white, quote unquote, white supremacists and the MAGA extremists and all the rest, uh, you know, into these camps and basically intern us there. That's already been done with the Japanese. So people, I mean, <laughs> this, this sounded totally nuts 10, 15 years ago, and now here we are. So, um, you know, that's what's going on, everybody. I agree. Stay there. Stay the there. Let's come back and talk about all this. You got a lot of videos. Tell us the ones you mentioned. I haven't seen them uh, with, with the kids. We've seen other ones, but I want to see these new ones you've got. We'll uh, show that as well. But absolutely, folks. And all those construction workers that told us 10 years ago about this, they were dead on. This was being built in by Obama. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also a fundraiser, keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. 
formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out. Now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth of an accurate, and we are on record is the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high-quality organic complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. We are in the middle of a crude and ugly communist revolution funded by the big banks as a battering ram into a new age digital economy and a total surveillance state. All branches of government are attacking we the people and they offer us only one option, a meaningless vote in a rigged election. What we can do is be prepared and you can support the InfoWar by shopping at InfoWarStore.com for products to help you through good times and bad. And you can share the videos at band.video. Our best hope still is, and always has been, a mass awakening. So download the videos, share them, upload them, and send them everywhere. Let the world unite for truth, justice, and 1776 worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. You thought the leaden winter would bring you down forever, but you rode upon a steamer to the violence of the sun. Broadcasting live from the U.N. Stronghold, Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And the colors of the sea, find your eyes with trembling mammoths. All right, so Anthony Rubin and people like James O'Keefe and people like Drew Hernandez have brought us the victory. They brought us the ammo. They brought us the truth. It's like your wife calls you and says, hey, pick this up. You're coming home for work. I'm going to cook you a special dinner. And you go get the food. You've delivered it to be cooked. But if they go out and do all this dangerous work, he's been kidnapped, you name it, Anthony Rubin has, and then we don't cook it, and and the cooking it is putting it out there, then it just rots in the refrigerator. There's nothing worse when you buy some food, and then a month later you're digging through the refrigerator, God, I forgot to eat this. Why did I miss this? And, but that is about your dinner, folks. This is about children and the world 
and the future, everything. So I want to explain something to the listeners. This isn't like watching Gunsmoke when you're a kid or watching, you know, modern, uh, you know, movies like The Incredibles or whatever, or all the, all the stuff, the, the entertainment. This is the real world. This isn't a simulation. This isn't games. This isn't, this is the invasion of the Western world. This is the takedown. And so people like Anthony Rubin at muckraker.com, those are the coordinates of now your job. If you want to win, infowars.com is the coordinates. Real Alex Jones is the coordinates. When you get excited, nothing stops you. And I, and I have the same normalcy bias. I'm not bitching at viewers and listeners. I'm the worst at this. I've been awake. 35 years or longer. I've been on air 30 years in April, and I'm so close to this now, I'm just kind of numb to it. And so many people on my ex account, or even on InfoWars, see comments like, why are you telling us the Federal Reserve's private? We already know that. Because we're not preaching at you. We need you to get that out. Great, you've been awake longer than I was alive. Thank you. I- I'm not talking to 80-year-old listeners who I love, and and, and you're sick of hearing it. I-, I get it. Thank you. You knew this before I was born. We're, people are ready for the truth now. And we've got the same stuff at McAllen and Brownsville years ago under Obama and then now under Biden. And it's going on on a bigger scale. People say, yeah, we've seen them smuggling kids. We've seen them giving them to pedophiles in vans. It's bigger than ever. So just because somebody murders somebody today in downtown Austin, the police still show up. We're like, well, people have been murdering people since the days of Cain. Yeah, that's the whole point. And as soon as we get punch drunk, which is what they're wanting to do. Two men can have a baby and all this stuff. That's designed to overwhelm you. So, Anthony, I watched your 20-something minute report you just put out. I'm so overwhelmed. I hadn't seen the footage of the smuggled kids, but you told us where that's at. So we're digging into that. So recap that while we roll B-roll to get this on record to viewers and then give us the names of the reports so people can find them themselves and do their job because you and I are like one hair on the end of the tail of the dog. Okay? Now, sure, we're leading it, but let's just explain it. We're the tail of the dog, folks. It's the people that decide what happens with this info. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's one thing that I appreciate about you tremendously. I mean, thank you so much. Guys, I'm Michael Yon. It's all about, you, you hear the word force multiplication, right? That's where, like, special forces, they'll fall behind enemy lines and they'll generate forces internally, right? And then they'll have enough force to actually go and fight whatever enemy might, you know, may be there. And that's what's going on. That's what we need to do. We need to continue to force multiply. That's what people like you and people like Michael Yon have done for people like me. That's what I want to do for others. That's the only way we're going to win. If you're in this and you're just trying to make a quick buck and you're trying to tear other people down and you're viewing everybody as, you know, competition that needs to be dealt with, we're never going to get anywhere. And honestly, you might as well not be in this because there's not, you know, you're going to make more money going into some sort of industry than doing this. So that's what this is all about. As far as I'm concerned, I appreciate you as well. I mean, we got to save this republic because we are on borrowed time and we are on the verge of extinction about to go the way of the dodo bird. But yeah, and let's get into this footage, but I want to, I want to explain something to listeners. I know most of them get it, but some don't. This isn't about kissing Anthony Rubin's ass or Drew Hernandez or James O'Keefe. It's about celebrating our probes that we have financed, all of you supporting us, to go in and kick some ass, giving us pure platinum diamond information to save these children. This is sensational information, damn it. And and I don't want people to get punch drunk, and I'm telling myself this. I'm pointing right at all you. Three more fingers are back at me. Don't get punch drunk. Don't get conditioned, because we have a survival instinct God gave us. 
to when we're in crisis, just get used to it and blow it off. And I'm the worst at that. We've got to really internalize this and realize this is the heat of the battle now. This is the crux. We're entering the fulcrum is what I'm trying to say, Anthony. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, as far as getting punch drunk, most people are. It's really sad because I don't like I don't like to generalize and I don't like to say that about fellow Americans. I think that that's that that's not right because most people are intelligent, but they're just not aware of what's going on. When the government's and, you smuggling five hundred thousand kids and sex rings and twenty two million people and total collapse and feces and illegal alien camps everywhere and devalued dollars and World War Three, we need to wake the hell up, people. It's not like, oh, 100%. Anthony Rubin's so great, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson. No, we're not so great. Everybody should be just as engaged as we are, and then our problems will end very quickly. Sorry, I'm going to stop ranting. I'm going to skip the break. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. Now, listen, I completely agree with you. I mean, yeah, 100%. Listen, here's the deal. You don't have to be Alex Jones. You don't have to be James O'Keefe. You don't have to go out with a camera and do this big expose. All you got to do is speak the truth. If every single person watching this decided to stand up right now and speak the truth, not, you know, in your in your echo chamber, but at your place of worship, at your school, at your job where it's uncomfortable, right, where you might get some nasty looks, we could then turn the ship around. But the thing is, Alex, I would actually, uh, you know, venture to say that a lot of your listeners probably don't have the patriotic cojones to go out and just speak, you know, truth to power or even just speak truth to the people around them. That's like a revolutionary act these days. So start there. It doesn't have to be this big thing. But, you know, most people don't want to do that. But that's where we need to start. Absolutely. And notice can CNN and the New York Times giving Christmas saying, don't talk about politics at dinner. BS. That's where it starts. Yeah, 100%. And, and at your job, too. You know, I was before I started doing all this, I was working this uh, this tech job, this pretty prestigious tech job in uh, Los Angeles. And it was the kind of place where, you know, if I was to say the wrong thing politically, I was going to get some looks. And, you know, towards the Not end, just I was looks. like, I was Twitter, like, Twitter was at 99% Democrat. And if you said you were Republican, your ass was given a pink slip that day. Yeah. You know, that it, it, it was, I don't know if it was that bad where I was working. And a great people, I don't, in case somebody there is watching this, great people, I'm not hating anybody, but, you know, it was a situation where it was like, you know, you're not vaccinated, you need to show your vax card, I had to wear a mask. And I was like, you know, to hell with this. I was like, no, I'm not wearing the mask, I refuse to do it. And I wouldn't do it, and then I left. But that's the thing, because you've got to speak up, but there's so many people out there, oh, let me wear the mask. And by the way, a minority spoke up, and we backed them off. Yeah, and oh my god, and uh, uh, it's like the minority of the minority. You got like a minority of people that understood what was going on, and then a minority of those people actually had the balls to do something about it. Go into the store and not wear your mask. You know, that's the thing. People, I mean, let's just go back into that, right? I, I understand that it's over for now, but people would be like, well, why are you making a big deal of it? Why are you going into a store and making this big deal and not wearing the mask? I used to go, I got like kicked out of so many stores in Los Angeles, they just wouldn't let me back in because I refused to wear the mask. They're like, what's the big deal? I was like, no, it starts there. It starts at the ground level. If you don't start there, you're never going to do anything. And that right? was their admitted like UN Operation Lockstep Rockefeller Foundation PSYOP. We would still be locked down, folks, if we wouldn't have stood up. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's just wearing masks, you know, but of course that's like the, the Nazi armband, right? That's like the sign of subservience to this whole new, new world order system. But let's get into the children because I know you wanted to talk about that. Um, hopefully your team was able to pull this up. I did this. Yeah, they this got it. They'll be rolled. Tell, tell us, tell us what happened. Sure. So I did this this past summer again with Carlos Arellano. I mean, that guy is an asset to this to this nation at this point. I mean, that guy's got so much critical intel. Um, and, then, you know, what we did was we went to McAllen Airport and we called out these escorts or uh, these escorts right here that are on, on video. Again, you see the kids. Look at the kids here. They have them all masked the, up. Which are the smugglers. 
The well, well, you got. Oh yeah, the escorts. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you see the kid. Look, they they see me filming in this clip right here. They see me filming. They're like, put put the mask on the kid. Don't show him. Hide your name badge, like this lady's doing. And so we went there, and you know, we put cameras in. Look at this kid here. I start talking. Watch the escort gives him this dirty look, and then he like holds his head in shame. I think you're gonna. Oh, maybe it wasn't that clip, but. Anyway, you know, the escort like gives him the side eye and the kid just like looks down like all ashamed, like he doesn't want to talk to me. And you can tell he wants to say something, but he can't. Um, and I saw this again in New York when I was just there. But this is what's going on. These kids are delivered all across the country. It's now on record that they're delivered sometimes in the, into the hands of MS-13 gangbangers. OK, a third of them. And this was actually the New York Times that reported on this. This was they actually did some legit journalism. I'm going to give them credit. Um, a third of these kids never are heard from again. The way it works, they're dropped off with their sponsors, okay? And then um, the Office of Refugee Resettlement, which is under the Department of Health and Human Services, they do a 30-day wellness check, okay, where they call up the so-called sponsor just to verbally confirm that everything's going okay, all right? And a third of those phone calls, nobody picks up. So the number's probably higher than a third. There's probably plenty where the sponsor, somebody pretending to be the sponsor, picks up and says, oh, yeah, everything's okay. Meanwhile, the kid's working as a slave somewhere. I'm sure that happens. But officially, the number's a third, 85,000. That's almost a year ago, that number. It's it's six digits now for sure and only climbing. And that's what's going on. These kids are sex trafficked, winding up as slaves. I'm sh Another thing, when we were in, I was down in Guatemala when I was doing that trip from, from South America all the way to the U.S. border. We were in Guatemala in a sort of off-record meeting, myself, Michael Yan, and others, with uh, Guatemalan government officials. And they told us, I asked them, I said, what's the deal with, with child trafficking down here, right? And they said, well, have you seen Sound of Freedom? I said, yeah, I have. They said, you know the scene where they have the kids in the uh, in the container ship and they're, you know, shipping them up? Uh, yeah, I've seen that. They go, that's legit. Like, that was actually a lot of research that went into that. They took that and they actually copied what's done. They get them in places like Guatemala, they stick them on container ships, and they send them out to places like Eastern Europe where they, could, they then have the technology to harvest their organs. That was told to me by a government official down there in Guatemala. That's what's happening. This is not a conspiracy. All right. We, we've got like 15 minutes left. You've got the floor. I'm going to shut up. You just keep telling us what's happening, what you're witnessing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, let's get into it. Um, you know, let's talk for a minute about, about Hyas, right, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, because I know that it came out, and this has been known. It's been open information for a while that uh, Alejandro Mayorkas sat on the board, if you could even believe that. But, you know, it – only now is it actually coming into the public eye that this man was deep and highest, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. What does this organization do? You go through, uh, you know, Panama or you go through Colombia. You go through the Darien Gap. You get into Panama. You start working your way up. Highest is down there handing these people maps of the Darien Gap. They're like, here's the boat you get on. Here's, you know, the smuggling route from Nacocli, which is this port town of Colombia, across this 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 aisle to the mouth of the Darien Gap. And I, I mean, I have maps from Hyas where it literally shows it's like, here's a, a boat smuggling route. Here's another boat smuggling route. Of course, they're not going to call them that. They're going to call them migration routes, but it's a smuggling route. That's what it is. And this organization, I believe in 2021, or I believe it was in 2021, got over $40 million in federal taxpayer money. So why the hell are we funding this? But that's what's going on. We're, we're funding the Red Cross. That's another organization. Uh, there's the Norwegian Refugee Council. There's Doctors Without Borders, Medicos Sin Fronteras in Espanol, handing out maps, handing out all this stuff. And, you know, we are all funding it. So I, I do just want to mention that. I'm, I'm going to continue to say that Alejandro Mayorkas is compromised. And, you know, of course, he's not going to get removed, though. He's still in power right now. Incredible. <clears throat> 
I'll keep Bro, going. Brother, I'm listening. I'm just, if I, if I, if I don't turn my mic off, I'm going to interrupt you because everything you're saying is so true. I'm just trying to let, give you the floor. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> you know, another thing that we could get into right now is again, let me just go back to why, you know, you had me on originally, I believe, which was the report that we did in New York. Um, let me just kind of explain how big this is and what we saw. I'm just going to go into the compounds that we saw. You could grasp the scope of that. And then you could extrapolate that out across the rest of the state of New York, where there's literally, I think, approaching 100 or maybe even more than 100, but that's directionally accurate, of these compounds, these hotels and other places where they hold these illegal. And, and again, then, let's you know, explain. We know the U.N. model from Europe and here. Then they break them up into the halfway houses and into the uh, Democrats' homes where they own them and milk them and put them to work. This is slavery. Continue. So, so let's just talk numbers, right? So the Rowe Hotel, again, fifth largest hotel in New York City. It's estimated that it costs $500 per head per day for every person that's living in there. Okay. So, I mean, you just didn't, that's insane. $500 per head per day. Let's do some math. What does that come out to? 15,000 a month. By the way, O'Keefe got them bragging. Oh, we don't take care of them. We just make money off of them. They admit this. That's right. And, and, you know, well, they actually do take care. I mean, they're handing them out food. You know, yeah, you see in the footage. Well, I mean, that, what they're getting though, the, the, the people doing it are skimming it. Oh, 100%. It does not cost $500. $15,000 per person in there. Think about that for a second. And then right outside, I actually interviewed a New Yorker. That's in the video. Right outside, literally right next to the hotel where you have dumpsters, there's homeless Americans that are scavenging through like rats trying to find morsels of food. It's so sad. I mean, you can't even believe it. Our country is being occupied. Yeah, let me ask you so that. Far. We saw this in Austin and in San Antonio and in Denver and, and Illinois. What you know, one of the groups that have been thrown to the curb families digging in dumpsters? How's that? How's that happening? Do they not play ball or did they come across the wrong way? Or you don't know. I, I don't know either. Oh, you're talking about the illegals that are digging through dumpsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because a lot of them are in the camps or have been put out to other groups. But then there's also whole groups of families digging in dumpsters. What's happening there? I see what you're saying. Well, well, first of all, this was the American. I mean, look at this guy. This is a this is a, a, a homeborn American. This guy grew up here. Uh, he's a, a, from New Jersey, I believe, originally. And now I saw this guy scavenging through a dumpster right next to the Royal Hotel. That's where I'm interviewing. No, I want to be clear. I know citizens are being thrown on the curb. They're kicking veterans out of their government housing. All of the illegals. I want you to speak to that. I'm saying also I see footage of illegals like in Denver who've been kicked to the curb as well. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I mean, well, what the hell is going to happen? There's not enough room for everybody. I'm not even sure if there's enough housing for everybody unless we start putting them in housing with other people that are currently there. So the numbers are so high that the grants and the government money is not even enough. That's why they need the new Ukraine bill. They call a border bill to give $2.3 billion more to Soros. It's over 10 million people that have entered under under Joe Biden alone. 10 million people. That's more than the entire population of, like, I believe almost 20 states or something like, like that. Three Might more than that. So, so let's talk about this guy. I didn't want to poo-poo him. He's obviously starving. Looks like he's 0% body fat. Tell us about this guy. Well, well, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. I mean, we could actually get into what you were saying with the illegals that are scavenging around as well. It's quite sad because these people are pawns. You know, I honestly, I have a heart. You know what I mean? You know, men uh, you know, are actually the compassionate gender, right? Because men are the providers, and that therefore makes us a bit more compassionate because we understand what it means to provide, uh, you know, and what that comes with. So I'm a compassionate person. When I see a mother from Venezuela with her kids coming up here looking for a better life, I'm not like somehow against her or, or, or hating on her, but they're being used as pawns. And so By the way, that's the same up. in almost all animal species, not just mammals. 
that in birds, like eagles or sparrows, the females with the eggs, the male brings the worms, brings the food. We are literally designed to be the providers, and the globalists trying to cut us off saying it's a gender issue is really an attack on women and children. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, and um, and making men look like stooges. I mean, we are, we're, we're the providers. We're the ones that build civilization, and I'm not hating on women either. They're great, and we need no, them. No, but everybody knows it, and, 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 and all the real women get it too. I mean, they're like, yeah, the right. men, give us the men. Right. I mean, this, I don't even, I shouldn't even need to qualify these statements. This is just, this is like two plus two equals four. But as far as what you were saying with the, with the homeless illegals that are here scavenging for food, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You got 10 million people. They get put into these shelters. And, and what happens is basically these asylum cities have laws in the books where it's anybody that's homeless is entitled to shelter. And so that's what you have going on here. And they, they're there for 30 day sprints and then they could reapply and hopefully get relocated or get to stay at the same shelter. But there's simply not enough room for all these people. And, you know, it shows all these people are out scavenging for food, you know, sleeping in tents in tent cities all across these blue cities across the country. And um, there's there's again, they don't speak English. A lot of them really have no most of them. Ninety plus percent of these people, if they actually make it to court and they show up for court. They have no actually legal recourse here. There's no reason why they should be here. Their asylum case is going to get struck down, and they should be sent back to where they uh, where they came from because it is not a reason for asylum to show up and say, I just want a better life. Are you fleeing a war-torn country? Right? Are you fleeing some sort of genocide? Are you fleeing a famine? No. Okay, why are you here? Well, it's, it's better here. We want to be here. That, that's not a reason for asylum. But now all these people are here. They're all getting put on welfare. We talked to a bunch of people in these tents. They're all waiting for Medicaid. Cloward and Piven, like you said, that's what's going on. While Americans are out there starving. It's, but now, until three months ago, Biden and said, oh, there isn't a border crisis. Now they admit it. They're blaming it on Trump. But I have a graph here. I'll show TV viewers. Radio listeners. This is from the Border Patrol. This is from ICE. Uh, these are official, official numbers. And if you look at this, the last two years of Obama, he ramps up. He pays the NGOs. He opens up the Walmarts to hold the kids. It goes straight up. Trump gets in. Takes him a year to cut it, then it goes way down, then he puts in Title 42, it goes almost to zero, and then Biden gets in, boom! That tells you, oh, it's Trump's fault. Trump does this, Biden does this, he flips the switch. He says, when I win the election, immediately surge the border. And they say Trump did that. What does that graph say, Anthony Rubin? Yeah, yeah, you see Joe Joe Biden and all these these Democrat politicians in the federal government and even even state and local governments as well acting like, oh, you know, we care about these downtrodden people, these quote unquote migrants. We, we, we care about these people. We need to support them. Meanwhile, they're being trafficked across the country. I'll give you an example. Uh, Southwest Key, that's one of the that's one of the major uh, uh, organizations that's contracting with the federal government that holds these kids at Walmarts. There's one in Brownsville, this massive former Walmart that's run by Southwest Key. Uh, people could look up. You could actually go, if you're living in Texas especially, you could literally go onto Google Maps, type in Southwest Key programs, and you're going to see they actually are listed on uh, Google Maps, and you could see all the different facilities. Actually, I got word after I put out my expose this past October where I was you know, showing all these escorts that they were trying to turn those into basically black sites after they saw my expose, and so they didn't have to actually list them publicly. That's This is what I was told. Uh, but as far as I can, tell, I can tell, they're still listed publicly, so you could actually show up. Now, where am I going with this? These people, on record, people could go watch a, docu a documentary I put out, or they could even just Google. Go Look up Southwest Key Child Molester, 
and multiple instances where they have uh, literally somebody. Okay, there was one, for example, this this man that was working at a Southwest Key facility was sexually assaulting these kids. The guy had HIV. He was exposing these kids wow. to HIV. Got sentenced to like twenty. Oh yeah, got sentenced to like this twenty is like, something. This years is like mobs the flame. Yeah. And, and, and then you look, and then the next year it just rolls over, and they get an even bigger contract, hundreds of millions of dollars from the federal government. They don't care. I mean, at a minimum. Look, at a minimum. So they, let me they, ask they, you, you know, this in closing, and we love you, and come back soon. You're super busy. You're just a total Spartan in this fight. Are we starting to win? Uh, there's a big awakening, or are we losing? I mean, how would you describe the battle space right now for these children? For these children or for the Republican well, just for all, for these you know, on the border. Yeah, because they're begging for help. They're in hell. Are we in the right direction or are we getting our ass kicked? What do you think? Well, I think that let, let's put it this way. I think that we, at least we're starting to build steam. That's for sure. Because you go back a year or two ago, nobody had any idea about highest. What the hell is highest? You say that to somebody or it was honestly like a white, quote unquote, white supremacist conspiracy theory to talk about replacement migration or talk about what was going on at the southern border. Now this is out in the open. And, you know, you have to thank people like Elon Musk, who every single day he puts a magnifying glass in this issue. So in that sense, at least we're starting to shift that Overton window. But they're still flooding us every day. I mean, all this show that's going on in Eagle Pass, but they're still not showing up in Jacumba, California. No, you're absolutely right, right Anthony. What you said is, is absolutely on target. And so it's a runaway train, but it showed out took Trump a year or so to even start to get control of it on this graph. But, but it shows the Border Patrol and others wanted to do it. They were able to do it. And so it's a responsibility we have. But I'll say this again. I want to be very, very clear here. County and state police and city police, they're violating so many laws at these centers. It doesn't matter if the feds ignore it. If we have whistleblowers, there's so many ways to indict these NGOs and the things that are going on. And if we start indicting them at the state level, they're going to fold like a house of cards, Anthony. Yeah, 100 percent. Listen, when Trump was president, I remember that there was all this back and forth. Is he going to declare a national emergency to get uh, funding for a border wall? Right. And it never ended up happening. But I mean, now, because of people like you, uh, I suppose, you know, I'm not trying to this isn't some big self-aggrandizing thing, but people like me, MarkRaker.com and all the other great people that are going out of the border, shining a spotlight on this. It's so crystal clear now that it's a national emergency. And if he gets put if, if Trump manages to win this next election, you know, all the information is out there. Declare a national emergency, and you know we could actually send military and once down they or whatever. Start trying some of the low-level traffickers. They're going to sing like canaries, and then we start arresting the heads of the NGOs right up to George Soros, which Elon Musk is calling for. Because I don't want to hear bitching about Elon Musk. You don't come out and say arrest the heads of the NGOs if you're not on our team. It just the, the act is so dangerous. The New World Order. I don't know if he's perfect or not. I don't know what his game plan is, but he's wrecking their ass, and that's why I get disgusted by the holier-than-thou crap. I, I agree. I'm on here to kiss Elon Musk's ass. I'm on here to kiss the ass of any man on this earth. But we could, as far as I'm concerned, the man is a net positive for our republic, and that's all I can say. Damn right, Anthony Rubin. We love you. MuckRecker.com. Talk to you soon. You're a badass, and we love you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Let's do it again soon. Appreciate you. We need more men like that, and we'll turn our problems around overnight. I got a few final things to say before the mighty Drew Hernandez takes over, and then Owen Schroyer. 
the enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser to keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage, so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Hernandez is set to take over for the rest of the hour. The Noah Destroyer, 3 p.m. today. And I'll be popping in with him in the second and third hour. The big Putin interview drops at 5 p.m. Central. So we'll do pre- and post-analysis. We'll stream it all out at InfoWars.com, forward slash show, band.video, and Real Alex Jones. But I want to say something to everybody right now. I want to be 100% clear. We have millions of people that are active. We have billions around the world that are awake. But we've got thousands of men and women that are actually going out and exposing the open borders and the Davos group and the Bilderberg group and the and the New World Order. And before it was just hundreds. And so when I see all these great reporters... Because James O'Keefe's been doing it for, you know, 15 years. He's, he's awesome. I've been doing it 30 years. When I see the Drew Hernandez is showing up a few years ago kicking ass or the Anthony Rubens or so many others and all these whistleblowers, that is very buoying. That, 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 that's explosive to my soul because that's where the victory is. And we've gone from hundreds of thousands in the field and those thousands of activists are literally reaching hundreds of millions of people now. Imagine the next wave and you're that next wave. Just share a link. Just support the broadcast. And I'm going to say it again. If I had more funding, I could do so much more. We could do 10 times what we're doing. So please make the personal decision 
This isn't Netflix. This isn't entertainment. This isn't fantasy land, folks. This is the real world. I've made a lot of sacrifices, and I love them, by the way, to bring you this information. I've gone through hell, so has my family. But because I knew it was the right thing to do, I did it. I'm not a victim, and I'm not a hero. I'm somebody doing what God told me to do. But you know what? I'm talking to the 99% of you that have never gone to InfoWarsStore.com and never gotten a book or a film or a water filtration system. It's all the highest rated at great prices or great supplements. Never got a T-shirt. You want history just to pass you by? We could absolutely do so much more if you would just go to InfoWarsStore.com. Plus, these are amazing products. So I'm not going to even talk about all the incredible game-changing supplements and all the incredible products that are there. I'm just going to ask you, and I'm not talking to the people that have supported us. And I guess it was 1% start of the Revolutionary War and 3% that won it. I guess that's how it always works. But we're deep into the war. We're starting to win like three or four or five years into the Revolutionary War after 1776. We're at like 1780 right now. We're starting to turn the tide. It's time for the other 2% to join us and be winner patriots. Because, yeah, you'll get attacked, whatever. Go out, speak out, pray for revival. Get engaged. Go be a reporter yourself. Go to the border. It's, it'll be all around you. Just upload it randomly. Send it to us. It'll have a huge effect. But please, please financially support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go there and get TurboForce, 10-hour clean energy. Get next-level foundational energy that cleans out your mitochondria and does so much. I mean, it's incredible. Please get uh, the other great products that are there like Nitric Boost, now 40% off because you've got an even better supplier, the lower price that cleans out your blood and your arteries and your veins, your cardiovascular and vasodilates. You need that now more than ever with the stuff going on in the environment. Get it at InfoWarsStore.com or AAA 253-3139. And you can also get my Team Humanity shirt inspired by my, my, my interview with Elon Musk. You can get my, my designed 1776 Gadsden flag shirt, original design. We need the funds. These are great products. Take action now. My future, your future is in your hands and in my hands. I think I've done my part. I'm just asking those of you on the fence, why aren't you going to InfoWarsStore.com? All right, Drew Hernandez is set to take over. That's your decision to make. Drew Hernandez, I'm not bitching at you. If you think we're not the ones to support, you want us to sit here and twist the wind, I'm not bitching. Hey, I'm all about God. I've seen God do amazing things. And if God wants to keep me always right next to the fire, right next to oblivion, and always pulls me back right at the last minute just to show me, I already know God's real. Already, but this is my Jobian test. I love it. They line me up tomorrow and shoot me. I'm, I'm ready for it. But I, I, I am saying God works through you. And if you don't listen to the Holy Spirit telling you to support us, well, that's that's up to you and your relationship with God. But I, we need your support. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. 
This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Info Warriors, you are now watching the most banned transmission on the face of the planet, arguably in the universe. Welcome to the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. I am your guest host, Drew Hernandez. Um, we have a report exclusively that's been released on band.video. Uh, we traveled. Obviously, people have been seeing the viral footage of a confrontation I had with a man that did not identify uh, his citizenship in Jacumba, California, where the illegals are still flooding into the United States of America. We found a couple locations, actually three, while we were down there. But we found the holes uh, actually where the walls end on the west side of where the wall is built and the east side of where the wall is built, particularly here in this sector in San Diego County in Jacumba, California. I was accompanied by my good friend and on-the-ground independent reporter Juan Moore News. That's Juan Mendoza. You guys can find him on X. But before we bring Juan onto the show, let's show you guys this report. There's Juan right there. Everybody, everybody say hi to Juan. Make sure to go follow Juan at Juan Moore News. Good to see you, Juan. Likewise, Drew. Hey, give people a little bit of context before we play this clip, uh, this specific location. We're going to air the clip of uh, me demonstrating how easy it really is just to get into the United States, cross back and forth. Actually, you know, let's play the clip first, guys, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into some details on this very specific area. Let's air that right now. I'm going to go down here into Mexico. I'm not going to go too far, but so here's the trail. Of course, as always, it's dirty and disgusting. Because um, these people just love being tidy, right? And they have the best hygiene ever. Um, so there seems to be a trail um, going down into Mexico. We've seen this in Yuma. We've seen this in Texas where the cartels, they have their trails in Mexico. And whichever side they decide to send them over, that's where you'll start to see waves. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Drew Hernandez here reporting for InfoWars.com, Band.video. We are here in Hakumba, California, um, down here at the southern border. Now, don't be deceived. Miles that way, it appears that the border is secure. Miles of border wall. They got razor wire all on the top. But however, and that's all down to the east, but when you go to the west, you go further west, this is uh, literally the border um, where San Diego is just that way north. But right here, you go further west, this is where the border wall ends. And so don't be deceived, America. They want you to believe that this is totally fortified. It's totally secured. No illegals are getting in. Oh, and by the way, they try to act like they know who they are and they're being vetted, but there's no vetting going on, right? Chinese nationalists... Islamic whoever, whatever is coming in. And this is an area where that's predominantly been happening with military-aged men. And here is the new hotspot that they're doing it at. Uh, so, Juan, take a look. Let's go up here. Go up here and then look down. And this is what's separating you, America. This tiny little hole right here. This is where the border wall ends in Hukuma, California. So right there, you're looking into Mexico. The only thing stopping 
these unvetted people who have no idea who they are from coming into your country, especially as a Californian, especially if you are uh, in San Diego, right, right here north, just north, right here. This is your border wall right here. This is where it ends, and there's nothing stopping them. Earlier during the day, we showed you guys just how easy it is to walk into the United States here on the California uh, southern border on the west side, right? So now we found the end of the border wall on the east side, and it's the exact same. However, the Mexican military is on the edge of the west side, but here on the east side, it is totally desolate. There's nobody here. And so right now we're obviously in America, but this is the end of the border wall. And there's some wire right here on the side, but of course they've trampled it uh, entirely. And all they got to do is climb this rock. And I'm in Mexico. And that's pretty much it. That's all that's stopping, um, especially in this area. And we've already seen tonight... Uh, Chinese nationals, um, people from all over the world, Afghanistan, the Middle East, um, obviously Latin America, totally unidentified. And all the Border Patrol you talk to, they have no idea who is who. But again, this is how easy it is to go in and out of Mexico for the illegals. So here I am in Mexico. So when Biden or the administration tries to tell you that this is totally secure... Um, to me, this doesn't look secure at all. There's nobody out here. There's no Mexican military out here. It's totally disgusting back here, by the way. I'm going to go down here into Mexico. I'm not going to go too far, but... So here's the trail. Of course, as always, it's dirty and disgusting. Because um, these people just love being tidy, right? And they have the best hygiene ever. Um, so there seems to be a trail... I'm going down into Mexico. We've seen this in Yuma. We've seen this in Texas where the cartels, they have their trails in Mexico. And whichever side they decide to send them over, that's where you'll start to see waves. But here we are in Mexico. It's totally easy. And just for Americans at home to see how easy it is, take a look at this shot. There it is. Boom. So you want to get into America freely? That's how easy it is. Not that hard. And you got to pay for it. And you got to pay for it. Joining me now is independent reporter Juan Mendoza. You guys can find him on X. His handle is at Juan Moore News. Juan, thank you for joining me today. And thank you for accompanying me uh, on this uh, pretty interesting trip where we started in Eagle Pass, but we talked to Border Patrol agents and they basically told us point blank, reroute to Hukumba, California, because that's where they are coming in. And not just, you know, women and children, but predominantly military aged Males, But let's talk about this specific location in the report that we just played, Juan, your experience down there. Just give us a quick breakdown um, from your vantage point. Obviously, we were together, but this location where we were on the east side, where it's totally open, right where I walked in and came back in from Mexico into the United States right there. Uh, give us kind of like your perspective of just how far that is away from where the encampment is in the United States and how it's an active cartel zone. Yeah, so that spot we uh, saw in Jacumba where there was essentially like a little gap in the wall where people could cross. It's about a three, four mile walk all the way down to the highway where the, where the camp is. So it's a massive chunk of area that's not guarded. There's cartels on the Mexican side that are dropping people off to have them walk those trails. And it's, it's 
it's a national security threat because you don't know all these people are coming down through that side. And then all these criminal groups are just waiting on the Mexican side and also on the U.S. side. Because in those areas, remember, Drew, we also saw not just the areas where people are crossing, but also drug smugglers that were waiting to pick up drugs. So in those areas, well, we saw here in California that there was not much war patrol presence. So those areas are very open. They're not well guarded. And people just can easily come in through that. We don't know who who they are. We don't know they're terrorists. We know that the area there in Jakumba has seen a lot of uh, military-aged Chinese males. And there have been reports of agents of the CCP that have been disguising themselves to pretend to be migrants to infiltrate the United States that way. Absolutely. And we did post some of the footage. Some of these Chinese nationalists look like they belong in a Bruce Lee movie. I'm not even exaggerating. Remember the guy we saw? For some reason, this dude took his shirt off, he took his jacket off, and these dudes are yoked. I could find the screenshot and post it on X later, but we're we're not talking about, you know, what they're claiming, these asylum seekers, these desperate people that need a meal, that need food, that need to be saved, that need some kind of obvious asylum. They need some kind of uh, relief here in the United States of America. No, we are dealing with, you know, I I think we maybe even need to change the terminology. Yes, military-aged male is definitely appropriate even when you talk to border patrol agents oh and by the way remember juan they told us point blank border patrol agents told us point blank we had a meeting they said stop using the word migrant remember that what did he say yeah. remember when we had that conversation what, what did he tell us juan just for all the viewers out there and even the reporters out there he said he, tell, tell him what well, he said juan well the the agent we talked to he told us we want the media to stop calling them migrants they are illegal immigrants they're illegal they're legal aliens. They're not crossing it here to try to seek a better life. They're breaking international law to try to get to this country. And that's not what a migrant is. And they're tired of just hearing the media just play that word migrant, migrant, migrant. They're, they're making it. They feel that using that word is just making it seem like all these people are just trying to immigrate into the United States and that they're trying to follow the law when that's not the case. Most of these people are breaking international law to enter the United States by crossing through the river instead of through the ports of entry. And that was the issue he had. The issue was on the books. The term is still illegal alien. That's still the term on the books. So when you see a lot of the media coming out and saying migrant this, migrant that, migrant that, that's not accurate. These people are breaking the law. Okay, you have to identify criminals for what they truly are. And and, and, And the terminology matters. Words really do matter, especially in the media, because these masters of propaganda, you get Mayorkas, you get the Biden administration that are using terminology that goes against the laws on the books. And that's the psyop in the media. And you see even some of independent media, so-called right wing media, anyone that's, you know, they might have good intentions and we're not trying to knock anybody out there. But now you're getting the intel. If you're out there and you're listening, you go and report on this stuff. Stop using the word migrant. These are illegals. They're criminals. They're breaking the laws of the land. They're sent here intentionally to do so, and they're already breaking further laws once they get here and they occupy. Juan, I really wanted to touch on this because I didn't really get uh, a lot of time to really report on this on other shows where we've been doing this. But you touched on the experience we had where we did notice um, some drug runners in some uh, SUVs, and we saw some of them going back and forth uh, on the specific part. Uh, in Jacumba, California. And just for viewers out there to kind of get a scope of where Jacumba really is, this is only an hour away from from SeaWorld in San Diego, okay? It's like an hour drive south from SeaWorld. And it's a heavily 
active cartel and controlled zone. And like Juan mentioned before, the border patrol presence seems it seemed pretty low uh, compared to other regions that we've been to, Juan, in, in, in Eagle Pass, Texas, in McAllen, various other locations in Texas, Arizona, Yuma, uh, and various other locations in the United States, which was interesting. And we did see some activity that appeared to be cartel down there. I, I, explain, break down that story, Juan, where we were right there and we were seeing these cartels. And there were other journalists out there as well that were dealing this uh, with this as well with uh, drones in the sky. Yeah. So once we found that gap in the wall and we got word that there was a group of people that were waiting to cross illegally into the U.S., uh, we were waiting there. And then we saw these two vehicles that were coming in, these two trucks. And then we got word to watch out because one of them was kind of uh, trying to see who was around there. And then we started to get suspicious that he was a drug runner once he was just driving weirdly and then keeping his lights off. And then the guy pulled out with a flashlight not too far away from us. Next mm-hmm. thing we know, we start seeing drones, and then we were trying to figure out whose drone is that. And then we didn't find out till after when we spoke to a Border Patrol agent down the road that that drone was not uh, theirs. So that, made, that confirmed that drone was cartel drone that was scoping us out. So after that, we decided, two. you know what? Multiple. Yeah, there were two. That we yeah, saw. There were multiple drones. Yeah, so and when we talked to we saw that he made it clear, right? That's not ours in the air. Yeah. And we warned them like, hey, there's a bunch of uh people that look like they're picking up drugs in that area. Keep an eye out, be careful there. And they told us, Yeah, uh stay safe as well. See, and this is where, you know, Californians need to really understand, like, especially if you live in San Diego, where there's a lot of, you know, high income uh, wealthy suburbs just an hour away from this region. And, 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 and let me remind, that's what I want people to understand too. Like Juan mentioned earlier, it's a few miles inland away from the southern border where these encampments are off of the freeway. And maybe three, four miles doesn't sound like a lot in a vehicle, but that has to at least be like an hour walk because it's through the hills up and down, up and down and around. These people are walking a long way through the hills in Jacumba, uh, SoCal. And the encampments, one of the encampments are literally off of the old town, uh, old Highway 80 in uh, San Diego County in Jacumba. And uh, give us a breakdown, Juan, on that experience where we had that confrontation. They appear to be NGOs. They were uh, self-proclaimed Christians. And I don't know if this guy was uh, some kind of dual citizen, the chubby, feisty little Mexican guy that was telling me that we're in a Mexican territory on American soil. Um, What was your take on that encampment? Because that's just one of three um, that we know about and that we reported on. Well, that encampment, we start seeing that all these people were waiting to be picked up. You see all these NGOs that come by and start bringing food to these people. Now, the vibe I got from the guy that you confronted, he, I, I'm almost assuming that he was probably a dual citizen, similar to the the, the caravan leader down in Tapachula, Irinel Mujica, that was pretty much doing a very similar thing, trying to lead these uh, illegal immigrants up through Mexico to the United States, pretty much incentivizing the illegal immigration. And these NGOs and these activists, we don't just see them in California. We see them, we see them all across the suburb. We see them here in South Texas as well. So a lot of them, they may have uh, more left-wing, more open border ideology, but they, but they are engaging in illegal activity and assisting these people that 
illegally entered the United States. And that's why it's criminal, and that's why I, you know, confronted this individual because these are criminal acts, aiding and abetting in the United States of America. And the guy could be a dual citizen. I don't know. All I know is that I uh, checked him and asked him for his papers after I showed him my uh, U.S. Uh, ID in my own home state, and he would not show his. So I think that tells you everything you need to know there. Let's shift gears to the footage that's on the screen right now. So this is this is another location. Um, that was really hard to find. The footage you guys see, this is the military-aged male encampment um, that we found and other reporters, um, uh, I believe, were there as well. But obviously InfoWars is there um, bringing a huge uh, light to the situation. This was predominantly males, and there were Chinese nationalists. There were people from Colombia. There were people from Cuba. There were people from all over Latin America, unidentified, but the majority were males. And there was some stuff going on behind the scenes, and that's what I wanted to talk about with you, Juan, is because when we showed up, it was just you and me, no security. Border Patrol, it's usually wise to report on a, on a location like this when the Border Patrol is, you know, they're s circulating these people, they're transporting these people, they're putting them on buses, because usually the illegals don't want to, you know – uh, cause some kind of a disturbance, uh, that will cause them to lose their from the border patrol. So typically they'll leave you alone, but when you're alone with no security and the border patrol is not there, that's, that's the situation here where Juan and I were, uh, and this was like what, like 1.30 in the morning, 32 degrees in SoCal. It was cold. And so kind of give, give some of the behind the scenes stuff, Juan, that was happening here. And then we'll get into the encampment itself with, some of the Chinese nationalists while we were setting up our equipment and some of the individuals uh, that you saw that were masked that kept looking at us. We had to keep looking at their hands. There was a car in the corner right there behind me uh, that you guys see on the screen where some of these military aged males, every time we would walk in that area, they did not want us going back there. So explain that, Juan. What was the experience? What was the vibe? I think as soon as we arrived, we could feel the eeriness in the air because, like you said, this area was – there was no Border Patrol. There were no federal authorities here. It was hard to get to. So Border Patrol units were also struggling to get through that area to pick up these people that crossed illegally. And just as we got there, we could tell that there was a lot of these people that had shady looks in them. Remember that one guy that was uh, – while you were getting your equipment, he was trying to approach you. And I had to get behind you and in front of him to stop, make him stop, to make him realize, no, I see what you're trying to do. So the whole time we had to be pretty much taking, uh, watching each other's back. And then, like you said, it was also shady seeing that other vehicle that was on the ground that was not uh, part of Border Patrol nor any other reporters that were there or any NGOs or something like that. And the whole time you have to be very careful because Yes, a lot of these people don't want to start any incidents while they're waiting to get picked up, but you never know. A lot of the, it can be even scarier to be with the, interacting with the migrants or the illegals than with the, than with the cartel units because the cartel units, they don't want anything that could cause an, an incident where they hurt a reporter and that makes massive headlines. But these, uh, illegals that cross, uh, but these illegals that cross, they don't, they don't, they don't care about that. So I've, you have to be constantly watching your back, especially with all these people that come from these, uh, uh, these Chinese males that we know that there's many of them that may be CCP agents. 
pretending to be uh, trying to find asylum in the United States when that may not be the case. And another thing I wanted to point out, um, as Juan mentions this in regards to these, you know, these Chinese that are coming, um, none of they did not want their faces to be shown. Uh, the majority of them were covering their faces. Yes, it was cold, but at the same time, they were intentional about covering their faces every time we brought the camera or the light around. And it wasn't because it was too bright. No, it was pretty clear that these, uh, these individuals, there was like a handful of women and I want people to understand the situation. And yes, I want to encourage, you know, indie reporters. Obviously, we want to see mainstream media get down there and report on this accurately. Uh, but you, you got to be careful down there. You, you really do, uh, especially if you're encountering some of the cartels that are running drugs, fentanyl. Uh, those are the guys that get really violent. Uh, those are the guys that have double time security and surveillance. That's why they got drones in the sky. Uh, one thing I will say is what you have to look out for with the cartels. And you know, this one, um, is, you don't want to get misidentified because their main concern, they know that the feds in the U.S., they, they got them neutered and by the balls. They got the border patrol neutered and by the balls. They don't have to worry about law enforcement on the U.S. side. They have this, especially in Chacumba, it is definitely locked down cartel territory. You could tell. Yes. Uh, what you don't want to get misidentified as is a rival cartel gang member. And a lot of people yes. getting slaughtered in Mexico on the Mexican side, that's why they're getting killed. Because uh, a lot of these desperate cartel members, they're trying to make a buck. They're trying to make a name for themselves. They're trying to make some money. And there's bounties on certain heads of rival cartel members. Uh, they're given orders. You see a rival cartel member. You take them out immediately because this is our territory. It's our money-making ability and machine. You see the other side. You take them out. They disappear. They're gone. What's happening is you get misidentified. And that's 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 a, that's a, that's happening a lot. And that's a... That's a horror situation. So if you're down there as a reporter, make sure that you are identifying yourself as press. Make sure you are identifying yourself with a press badge. You got press on your vest and you're making yourself very clear that you are a member of the media. Yeah, the cartel is definitely unpredictable. But the last thing you want uh, are these guys misidentifying you as some kind of rival cartel gang. And uh, that's how people disappear. I'll tell you that right there. And And, and we saw a little bit of that. We saw a little bit of that as we were on the east side of the border gap in the wall right there where it ends, where we just showed you guys. And uh, that's why uh, we believe that was a cartel runner. There was a truck on the U.S. side surveilling the area going back and forth. It was not Border Patrol. And there were other reporters out there uh, that they were yelling at. I think it was Anthony Aguero. Uh, he was reporting live on his live stream. They were yelling at him. Uh, to stop and he just booked it out of there and so we were all working together to make sure that we weren't having a confrontation with the cartel but this is what's happening on american soil ladies and gentlemen on america i'm not talking about mexico i'm talking about america this is your own backyard especially if you live in socal we have a lot more when we come back from the break do not go anywhere guys all right share the transmission now we'll be right back Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody 
that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war. But I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link. X2, back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. ¿Tiene derecho para votar? Entramos ilegal, por lo menos tenemos acceso a votar. ¿Para quién se va a votar? Don Biden, que nos está ayudando a nosotros Rosy. aquí. Yo creo que la mayoría Biden. 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 Él es el que nos está ayudando por Biden. 
Biden. Por supuesto que por Biden. Le gusta apoyar a los migrantes. Uh -huh. Sí, es muy buena persona. No, Trump es otra cosa. Esa es otra cosa y esa es otra cosa. I think it's pretty clear. I think it's pretty clear what their intent is. And just like the interaction we have with that uh, feisty Mexican man in Jacumba, California, says, F America, this is a Mexican territory. And I think it's pretty clear where you see their intent with whom they're going to support when they're already occupying the United States of America. And then you connect all of the dots and you connect all of the pieces of the puzzle. And now it makes sense as to why they want these people to be, quote unquote, legalized in order to be able to vote in U.S. elections, because this is the replacement migration operation where you will see these people become a part of the electorate. Now, I don't believe that they want legitimate elections moving forward, but I'll tell you this. They want a population of desperate third world people that can't even speak English that are giving the appearance of a democracy, an appearance of a constitutional republic. And these people will never question elections like you and I do. These people will never question if the election that they just had is actually legitimate. They will never question any kind of illegitimacy or inconsistency in their so-called elections. They will just be given the appearance that their voice actually kind of matters. And then at some point, they'll probably just do away with elections entirely. But the key is, is that in the New World Order and why they're importing the third world here into the United States, these are desperate people that are illiterate, that can't even comprehend the Constitution in English in the United States of America to even put up a, a, a grievance at all when that day comes. And that is exactly what they want. And that's why... They are all going for Biden. And doesn't it just abundantly make it clear, crystal clear, just exactly who they're coming for? I think right there, the illegals telling you that they're all going to support Joe Biden. That makes sense, because on the debate stage in 2019, what did Joe Biden communicate to the entire third world? We need to immediately surge the border. And that's exactly what they did when they installed him in 2021, because he is the puppet. That is facilitating the New World Order's agenda of replacement migration. And that's just a couple people that were interviewed, a handful. But that's the majority of where these people's hearts are truly at when it comes to support of America. So continuing with Juan, Juan, what is your reaction? Because I know you've talked to a lot of these people, especially in Spanish uh, and talking to these illegals, mostly men. Um, on the ground in Eagle Pass in Texas, uh, in Arizona, now California as well. Uh, when you have conversations with these people, um, do they seem totally lost? Do they seem totally desperate, like they're actually asylum seekers? And have you had conversations with these people as to what they plan on doing when they get here and who they plan on supporting uh, in American politics when they get here? A huge amount of these people that I've talked to, they're here because they want to get the benefits that they're being given under the Biden administration by crossing illegally. I'm not going to say all of them are that way. I have met some that I think are legitimate uh, people uh, legitimately seeking asylum, but the vast majority, they're here to exploit the system right now, and they're committing immigration fraud. And you can tell that, especially once you go to the Mexican side and you see how they get rid of all their IDs, that if they get caught with that in the U.S., they do not qualify for any asylum because current immigration law right now states that you need to have tried to seek asylum in other countries before reaching the U.S. So if they get seen with those papers, they're going to get sent back. But they're being told by all these NGOs, all these U.N.-backed NGOs, what to say, what to do, so that they can game the system and commit immigration fraud so that they can stay here and get benefits in the United States. 
and I'm going to be honest with you guys. A lot of these people have the education of and the reading level of probably a first grader in these third world countries. And that's not to, you know, be disrespectful. That's just the reality. So you got to understand these operations. These people are not coordinating this themselves. They don't they don't have the intellectual ability Okay, to navigate through the Darien Gap, to navigate through the legal process and what to say, what not to say, dump your papers and your passports. Okay, so there's no proof that you were occupying another country where you could have claimed asylum there first. No, come here directly so it makes it look like you're a desperate individual that deserves asylum into the United States of America. And people need to understand that is part of the strategic plan and agenda that's happening because these people can't do it themselves. And that's why they're being directed. And that is just proof positive that this is 100% a strategic plan. It's all UN backed. And we see these NGOs that are all coming together through the nonprofits, 501c3, C4s, uh, all in unison to make this illegal human trafficking operation come to fruition. Juan, what are some of the experiences um, that you've had in Texas in the past few months in regards to what you've been seeing with children? Uh, because this is huge, and I think Americans are waking up to the reality of how children are being used, uh, not only once, not only twice, but multiple times recycled. Uh, this is what the cartels do. They only view people as commodities. What has your experience been in Texas uh, watching children be used like this in this human trafficking operation? So one of the main things that I've seen that has really upset me is how seeing all these groups of illegal immigrants that they try to use kids and put them in such dangerous situations, especially in Eagle Pass, as they try to cross that the Rio Grande, which is a very dangerous river to cross. Uh, and I experienced it last time I crossed into Villas Negras to see what they were doing there. And that that river is no joke. The 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 current there, it is brutal. It can... I can see how it easily kills so many people in that river. And unfortunately, CBP units and DPS units are always picking up people that drown, including many kids, because they cross them through that river despite knowing the danger of trying to do that. And uh, they don't care. They, all they care about is getting a, a lot of their uh, free benefits as they get into the United States illegally. And they put these people, they put these kids in danger. Not just that with the kids. Another thing also realize is just all the abandoned animals that they live behind. Uh, one of the last times I went, we saw how they left multiple dogs there that were just abandoned there just to die. And uh, we ended up rescuing one of those dogs uh, one of the previous times I was there. So just all the, 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 the lives that these people put in risk in, in the cartels that move these people this way and just – they don't see it's all people for a paycheck. as, as – at all. Yeah, they don't view them as humans. Industry. They view them as a paycheck. They're a commodity. They're cattle. Last question, Juan. I wanted to hit on this. Remember we talked to the Border Patrol agent in Eagle Pass and break this down. We got two minutes. Break this down in a minute and a half. Remember that specific location, the Rio Grande right there, Eagle Pass, Shelby Park. And all of a sudden it gets locked down because Abbott is now finally locking it down in an election year. It seems pretty sealed in this specific location. But also there was a specific dam that was let out that raised the water level uh, in the Rio Grande. Break that down in about a minute because that was interesting. And the Border Patrol agent really wanted us to emphasize that, how that was just like, yeah, that could have been done as well a long time ago because that's thwarting the crossers. Yeah, so there was a, a private location there that had that dam that the, the city of Eagle Pass spoke with the owner there 
so that they could release the dam to bring up the water and the river to make it more uh, inaccessible for people trying to cross illegally. So, and they've had that option for the past three years and they chose to do nothing about it. And you can see not just with all these people in, in the state of Texas, but also the, also the federal government now they didn't do anything about the border until 2024 until they start to go and have uh, meetings with uh, with Mexican president Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador to try to do something about the the border crisis that is affecting both Mexico and the US like you saw when we were there we started to see the Mexican army that was stationed there in one of the areas in Jacumba as part of these on the Mexican meetings side. that they had that they yeah and they waited 3 years just because it's an election year so they they knew what they were doing there's been leaked phone calls with with all these heads of DHS that they knew that the board was out of control and they chose to do nothing. It's a about problem it. that they have caused, and now they're trying to prop themselves up as the saviors to fix the problem. That's why they're trying to jujitsu and say, "Well, we're going to give you this border bill. You either accept it or not." Democrats are saying, "Oh, you guys don't want to accept it because it's more funding to Ukraine and Israel and every other country." Well, you guys don't want us to to lock down the border. That's how it goes. Guys, make sure to go follow Juan Mendoza on X at Juan More News. Juan, thank you for joining me today on the Alex Jones Show and on the ground. Guys, we'll be right back with a lot more. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system and so much more regular turmeric from the store contains about one to five percent of the active ingredient curcuminoids but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95 percent of the active ingredients in turmeric no other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test then look no further grab yourself a bottle today for 25 percent off at m4store.com and put your body at ease Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But, uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before. 
that you got back. So well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. You really do have a front row seat to the collapse of American sovereignty and this replacement migration agenda as an American citizen. I don't know how many examples we have to show you, but I'll show you another one right now. We got a Democrat Senator Chris Murphy making himself very clear, so saying the quiet part out loud to how extensive this replacement migration agenda really is and what America last truly looks like. Take a look at this. The negotiation didn't have a path to citizenship. It was entirely on their terms in order to get Ukraine funding, right? Well, I mean, Chris, that's been a failed play for 20 years. So you are right that that has been the Democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe. uh, And it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. Undocumented? The people we care about most, that has been the strategy for the past 30 years. You know, I've been saying this for the past few months, these levels of deception and just this total arrogance where you're going to see these people just come out out in the open and tell you, you don't even have to listen to Alex Jones or InfoWars anymore. I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying just listen to CNN, listen to MSNBC, listen to these Democrats talking, listen to these rhino Republicans talking. Listen to the World Economic Forum panels and discussions. Listen to the World Government Summit panels and discussions. Listen to Bill Gates talking. Listen to these globalists. Listen to these people, what they are saying themselves. Okay, You don't have to spin it. You don't have to take it out of context. They make their intentions and their plans very clear that this replacement migration operation has been the play and the strategy for the past 30 years. According to him, we know that it's been way longer than that. But they love to just tell their plans out in the open. They love it. It's the spirit of pride and the arrogance of pride wants to be known, wants to be seen. 
They can't hide in the shadows forever. Their sinful pride will not allow them to. They want the credit. They want the worship. They want the glory. They want to be identified for their criminal activity and that they're getting away with it. Out in front of your face, out in broad daylight, in your face entirely. And I think he makes it very clear that the people they care about the most are the undocumented, are the illegals. Is that the American people? Is that just gaslighting? I don't think so. I don't think that's just gaslighting. Is that hypocrisy? Absolutely. But is it intentional? Is it by design? Is it even meant to piss you off and gaslight you? I don't think so. I think it's just a total F you. That's what it is. It's an F you. This is our territory. This is our agenda. We're taking over this entire country with a replacement migration agenda. You will be replaced. We will drown you because you're going to pay for these people being here. It's going to be your taxpayer money, the hard-earned dollars that you are breaking your back to earn for you and your family. We're going to take that away from your family. We're going to take that away from your income. We're going to take that away from your bank account, your checking and your savings, and we're going to give it to the illegals. We're going to give it to the military-aged males. We're going to take your kids out of their elementary schools. We're going to take them all out of their elementary school facilities, and all the illegals are going to come in and replace them. No, we can't have any better funding or better operations or programs for our vets and American heroes that have given their lives for this country for us to experience this freedom. No, they don't mean anything. We have to replace them with the illegals and all of the government programs go directly. Actually, by the way, I think it was uh, the crew may be able to find this. I think it was InfoWars that did report on this. It was uh, in the state of Maine. I think a Democrat mayor from Somalia made it very clear that the priority are illegals over our own veterans in the United States of America. She made that very clear. And you know, you know what her response was? You, you know what her justification and her reasoning was? Oh, because they don't speak English. And because the illegals don't speak English, it's going to be hard for them to communicate that they were an electrician. They had this vocational job and profession in their country before they came into America. So they can't communicate that to an employer in the United States of America. So that's why they get put above our veterans in the United States of America. That's why the illegals are priority over the veterans in the United States of America. Why? Because the illegals can't speak English. You guys see where this is going and where this has been going and where this will continue to go for the next few years? Unless we really do get Trump in or some president that is really going to drop the hammer, mass deportation operation across the United States of America, while at the same time simultaneously shutting down the entire border of the United States of America. We need no immigration. None right now. None. Shut it down entirely. Shut it down entirely. It is a broken system that has been hijacked by the globalist regime that has been used. You, you, you want to know what the American immigration system has become? Let me let, let me tell you what it's become. You want to know what they've done? They've effectively turned the American immigration system into the most sophisticated, well-funded, UN-backed human trafficking operation that the United States has ever seen and probably ever will see into the future. This is wide scale and it's been legitimized and it's been, they're attempting, that's why they're trying to push this so hard. That's why this so-called border bill, you guys want me to give you my honest opinion on what the, 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 the border bill really was? Democrats knew it would never get accepted. Democrats knew Republicans would reject it aggressively. Democrats knew that Trump would aggressively reject it. And they knew that. 
But that's the psyop. That's the propaganda piece that they will push. And you've been seeing it immediately. Republicans reject it. And they signal this is going to be DOA on arrival in Congress. Well, yeah, obviously, because there's tens of billions of dollars going to Israel, Ukraine and Taiwan and every other nation. And they effectively want some kind of a cap of how many migrants can come into the United States on a daily basis, on a yearly basis. It's legalizing human trafficking. That's it. That's a, it's a piece of legislature. Not only are they holding American sovereignty hostage unless we pay billions of dollars to other countries. But they also want to legitimize and legalize this human trafficking operation by cutting a deal with Republicans. Well, allow this many migrants into the country annually or daily by the thousands, and that'll be capped out. You want to know what that is? That's an attempt, which they already are, but they want it on the books officially, the legalization of human trafficking operations. That's what that border bill truly was, and they knew – that Republicans would reject it because it's easy to see just exactly what that is. And then they've been handed over the narrative on a silver platter. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have rejected it, but I want people to understand just how sophisticated these uh, propaganda psychological operations that the Democrats are running. And these rhino Republicans, they all play a part. It's like a play. It's like a scene. It's like a movie. It's like a script. They all play a part. Okay, these rhino Republicans, their part to play is to cuck out, bend over and let these Democrats do whatever the hell they want. That's the unit party. When you see this, don't get gaslit. All right. These people know you're going to get gaslit. They know they're hypocrites. They don't give a damn. They're out in the open and they hate you. They're out in the open and they hate you. These are evil operations that are unfolding with the human trafficking of women and children on a daily basis, like all the great reporters on the ground that are uncovering from James O'Keefe to InfoWars and all the indie reporters that are daily on the ground exposing the border invasion and collapse of American sovereignty. All of this in unison is happening. You want to know how? Because the American taxpayer is funding it. At the end of the day, a lot of money is going into this operation. We're talking billions, probably trillions of dollars at this point. And it's probably the greatest human trafficking operation of our time in the United States of America, well, especially here in the 21st century. And I don't use the word greatest as a a positive, and I think it's impressive. No, I think it's demonic. It's satanic. It's anti-Christ. It's evil. But it's out in the open. It's huge, and it's successful, and it's being funded by the American taxpayer. And, you know, listen, and I know Alex does this a lot, and I think it's I, I think it's important is to make sure that you're communicating. Yes, we know the info warriors know this. Yes, we know that all of the based Americans that are red-pilled beyond, that are totally pulled out of the matrix, understand these fundamental, obvious truths. But there's still millions of people out there that have no idea that there are human trafficking operations of children and women and little boys and men going on on a daily basis on American soil that the taxpayer is paying for every single day. That's the gravity of the situation. And when people get red-pilled and they discover that's what they're funding, that's where my money is going, not only am I paying for these people to be here, not only am am I paying, I'm literally paying for my replacement. I'm literally paying on a daily basis my taxpayer money for my replacement for these people to occupy American territory. doesn't matter where you look. That's the reality of the situation. But at the same time, 
you are paying and you are funding a human trafficking operation on a daily basis. This is how criminal and rogue this federal government really is because it's been hijacked by globalists that are all abiding and obedience to the spirit of the Antichrist and Lucifer himself. My name is Drew Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in. The War Room is up next. You guys can follow me on X at Drew H Live. Also, rumble.com slash Drew Hernandez. I'll see you guys on the next one. War Room is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD good night's sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.